Welcome to the Scent and Bent podcast. Today is the last day we have Will before he leaves us for two weeks. I just realized I did not think it was that long. <laughs> yeah. And he's going to Central America, so, you know. Yeah. We're hoping he comes back. So we're yeah. going to go over that today, and we're going to finally get around to telling the entire legacy of Ethan's old truck because there are a truly fascinating amount of stories that happen with that thing, and I'm sure that I don't even know half of them. Because a lot of things happened when I wasn't here, too. Yeah. I mean, most of the stories involved you because, like, that the stories happened when we were doing, you know, grind, grind hard, hard trips, trips and stuff. But when you're hanging out uh, with Shrek people, Shrek type things tend to happen. I think every time we drove that truck, a story was made. Because, <laughs> yeah, just like, about. Especially at the very, like, end of its life, like, every time you would take it out, there'd be a little, like, thing. Ethan was like, well, if you twist the key this way, that way, and then hit the brake <laughs> yeah. really hard this way, then you, it'll drive straight for a while. The great thing is that I sold that to Edwin's <laughs> brother-in-law's friend, and he still drives it, and I don't think he's even put tires on it. Like, I <laughs> bought that truck, and I owned it for five years and never put tires on it. They were the tires that it came with, and I'm pretty sure, what's that guy's name? That doesn't matter. Anyway, yeah. he bought it, and I st I'm pretty sure it still has the same yeah. tires. What are the origin stories of that thing? Like, where did it come from originally? Um, I was doing construction out of my Subaru wagon. Good and, choice. Uh, That's yeah. what you were doing when Good I met choice. you. Yeah. Um, and uh, so I, you know, I once hauled, like, all the flooring for my house, upstairs and downstairs, in the back of my Subaru. Nice. I even had the truck at that point. I just happened to be in town with the Subaru and didn't calculate. It was like 1,200 pounds of flooring oh in the back gosh. of it. And I had the dogs too. So I put them like on top of the, the flooring was like basically up to the ceiling. And the dogs were just like, ah. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, no, I, I just bought that truck because I really needed a truck for doing construction because I was, I wasn't like framing for somebody else. I was like doing my own thing, just, you know, building sheds for people and remodeling their houses and stuff. So I, I needed to haul like plywood and stuff routinely. Yeah. So I just, I just looked around. Well, back then, it was really Craigslist. Facebook Marketplace wasn't much of a thing yet. But back in the day, when you back could in the buy day, cars on what Craigslist, kind of a world yeah. would that be? where Craigslist was actual listings from actual people instead of like six hundred thousand of the same ad from the same dealer. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, so I just looked around for a while. I wasn't really dead set on any specific truck. I was just looking for a cheap truck. I didn't have a lot of money, so I was, anything cheap that would haul stuff. So it needed to be a long bed, and that was pretty much it. So. I ended up with a 99 Chevy Silverado single cab. I mean, everybody who's watched the channel for a while has seen it, but um, yeah, it was a great truck. It was, uh, I bought it for 3,200 bucks. It had uh, 217,000 miles on it when I got it, um, but it had like reasonably new tires that I never had to replace. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was clean, you know, it was it was well taken care of and it was, it was a good little truck. So, um, but yeah, it was a, a three quarter ton. So it had the six liter LS and a, I don't know what would that probably be a four L eighty E transmission if anyone Even cares. Before but. you had the truck, you were towing your snowmobiles with like jank little trailers behind your Subaru, right? Yeah, yeah I did that too. You know the trailer that <laughs> was uh, the one on the Overland that we modified for the Overland trip? Yeah, that we put the roof and, tent on. Yeah, and then we totally destroyed it. Yeah. Um, I used to put one of my Yamaha phasers onto that trailer and tow it behind my Subaru. Like this, the snowmobile would be hanging off the back of the trailer. The skis were kind of sticking out the front a little bit, and just towed around with my Subaru. Like I mean, no, I did that a couple times. Situation, but. see that Subaru roll by with a. I, I always wanted to build a roof rack with a ramp so I could just drive it on top oh, of the Subaru. That would be sick. We should still do that. <laughs> well, we I don't have do a Subaru anymore. Volvo wagon, so oh, we can yeah. drift it. Yeah, we could do it wagon. with Will's new Honda. Oh, 
Yes. I have seen, nice. I've seen a picture of like, not, because I had old Yamaha phasers, but I've seen a picture of like a full-size mountain sled on top of a, on, on top of a Honda Civic. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Somebody just walked. I've seen one with the like sad boy Hondas where it was like a sad boy Honda recovery vehicle and it was like a Honda with normal tires on it with a ramp, like that went on top of the Honda that they'd stack them up there. What the heck? Away, like Beatles. That sounds sweet. <laughs> yeah, it does. Uh, but yeah, back to the, back to the truck. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's where it came about. And I used it for that for a few years until we started doing grind hard. And then, I mean, we used it for trips like from pretty much day one. Oh, I mean, yeah. as soon, when, once we turbo, well, let's see, we, oh, well, I mean, we picked up the Tacoma with it. Like, yeah, it's, it's been around no, since literally day one. This is where the fun begins. Cause the very first grind hard conversation is when, I had the pink power wheels in the back of my truck and right. then we were snowmobiling no, you were, and you, you had were, the snowmobiles in your truck. It wasn't even in the back of your truck. You were borrowing your uh, mom's Suburban or whatever. So you had the, the pink power wheels like in the back seat of a, sub, or a Tahoe or whatever it was. <laughs> oh, it was, yeah. I don't know why you weren't driving your truck yeah. that day, but but yeah, we were snowmobiling. So yeah, I had two two snowmobiles in the bed of my truck, yeah. like both of them in the bed. And then the third one, wait, we would have had three snowmobiles that day. Yeah, they were crammed in there. I don't remember. Yeah, whatever it was, they were jam-packed. They were just so jammed in there, and I remember seeing, like, oh, I don't know if I've seen a specialty loading situation quite like that. <laughs> yeah. And that's the first thing I ever remember of your truck. Yeah. Oh, and you know, I probably... more and more crazy from there as we started doing yeah. grind hard. <laughs> yeah, and then, yeah, we did, you know, when we turboed the Barbie car, and then we took it out and we met Steve Hessick with his drift trike, with mm -hmm. his uh, KTM 300 drift trike on the beach in Oregon. We took my truck on that. And, uh, oh, before that, um, when we bought, um, that M3, BMW M3, yeah. we, we towed, we had the Barbie car on the trailer yeah. on the way, or that was the same trip. We uh -huh. had the Barbie car on the trailer. Like we had a full size trailer with only the original Barbie car right in the middle of it. Oh, mm -hmm. and then and on the way, stew, yeah, stew sticking out the hood. You would have loved it. Yeah. <laughs> and then on the way back, we picked up the BMW M3 to flip, and and we we obviously we just put the Barbie car in the bed of the truck at that point. But yeah, that was that was a good trip. Yeah, that was and uh, so good because we did the North Idaho Dino. That was the first North Idaho Dino, yep. right? We Where just we strapped that thing to a pole. <laughs> When we got the turbo going, because it was like, like without any load, Ethan was like, I mean, it's spooling, but I don't know if it's doing anything yeah. or not. So what are we going to do? And I was really concerned that we were just going to pull the whole wall down in the old garage. Cause it, was like these, it was a pretty janky old. Do you know how old those poles are holding up your garage? I don't know. I could ask some of my neighbors who were around when that was built, but I my I've always estimated it was probably built in like the 70s or 80 early 80s. I thought it was just going to pull this thing down. I would too, dude, strapping to anything on that. I'd be worried just <laughs> But he fired up those turbos, man. Uh, and it was spitting flames, and it was just stew stewing, and I was like, "This is probably the best day I've ever had." <laughs> and I think that was the only time it ever actually made boost. Yeah, so um, then we drove it or all power. the way to Oregon, <laughs> took it on the beach, and that just turned into a bad situation quickly. Like, oh yeah, we got salt water in it, and then yeah. but then we just deturboed it and ripped around without the turbo for a while. Yeah. It was, we were like so prepped, all the cameras, drones, you know. This is how like it goes. Our first time, like actually having all that stuff, because we'd still kind of just started the channel, and then Ethan does this big pull, and this bigger tide than usual came in, and oh, it just no. ruled the water just went straight into the intake, and then it was like, 
Well, and not only that, but it was just running like crap anyway. <laughs> like yeah. we hadn't really tested enough and it just, we, that one time doing the burnout in the shop, it made all the right spoolie noises oh, yeah. and it clearly had more power and it never did again. It yeah. never made more power ever when we actually drove never it. So again, like yeah. on the beach, it was like, it looked turboed, but it was just like, it was actually less power than mm -hmm. without. So then we, yeah, what, we yeah. de-turboed it, got it running a bit for a bit. And, and then, then we bought another turbo, put it back on, and then we immediately sent a turbo fin into the valves, remember? Yeah, it, it just- it on the road by here? Yeah, it just ate, a, yeah, it ate it the turbo. It just ate the fin. The, yeah. I think the nut backed off on the turbo because it's uh, like a $150 turbo. It's not a good yeah. turbo. Loose nuts Alibaba. So yeah. <laughs> and so, I was not a mechanic before Grindhard in any way whatsoever. So this is the first time I've seen someone pull apart an engine and it was still in the bed of Ethan's truck from when we recovered it. So he pulled off the head and I was like, oh, nice. I've never seen anyone dig into an engine before. And he's like, here's our problem. And you don't need to be a rocket scientist <laughs> to see a bunch of pieces of turbo fin no. mashed into a valve. Into the, no. the engine was fine. It just needed to, the bits of turbo cleared out of there. And then <laughs> really, yeah, oh yeah, it was because it was the it was the intake side of the turbo, the, oh, the aluminum yeah. side, not That's the not Honda, the exhaust side. Man. Well, obviously the Honda exhaust side. Power. Well, the exhaust side couldn't possibly go into the engine. Cause yeah, because it's, it's going being out. It's after the engine, but, but yeah. anyway. Yeah. I um, feel like a turbo piece is in there just isn't a good thing, you know, but just yeah. pulling it out. That was another it. great oh, nice. day. Well, I think chronologically, the next truck story is Stevens mm, to tell. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah, that was it's, early on. It's, it's all of our story, but I'll, I'll set the scene. I mean, Will wasn't there yet, but. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, single cab Chevy truck. Yeah. Me driving. Uh-huh. Edwin on crutches. Yeah. Sam also went. Oh, that's and right. Steven. So we, we have were four, four adults in yeah. a single cab truck. <laughs> and the oh. reason I was on crutches is, is because, because of the murder scooter of the machine we were testing yep. at the dunes. And I, I was just ready for more. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. We took it to the <laughs> Moses Lake sand dunes, which uh -huh. are it's like a couple hours from here. They're really not very exciting sand dunes. With but the crunchy taco, too. Yep. We that's took our the support yep. vehicle. Yeah. We, well, to film with, you know, we were like, yeah. yeah and, and, then, uh -huh. and then it broke. And the yeah. that's still was one of my favorite pictures I've ever taken is you on crutches, Edwin, with that truck with the tire all like. Yeah. The whole. What broke on that? The whole tire was like yoink. Oh, it was, it was the, the. It was the ball joint. Because um, yeah. we, we. Before we went to Moab, we replaced it with those cheap ball joints. And Classic the, Tacoma it was a little, problem. Yeah. And the. It just. It stripped the bolts out. Yeah. But. Oh no! So I was wearing snow pants. It was so cold. Oh, it was it so snowing. cold that day. I was wearing snow pants, a jacket, and I was like in my crutches. And we were just waiting by the truck for like someone to realize that we weren't following them anymore. <laughs> and so Stephen got this amazing picture. Of I've me. seen that photo. That's yeah, yeah it's early on our Instagram. Yeah. If you yeah. really dig, you can find that. But yeah, that's yeah. before yeah. I actually worked for Grindhard. Yeah, I was just along for the ride to take right. a few photos. Yeah, and so was Sam. Sam yeah. didn't even Sam. That was even before Sam ever worked with us. Oh, really? That yeah. was just, wow. You guys both just came for fun. And so anyway, yeah. and we, we were there fun. to <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We were there to test what became known as the murder scooter. Uh-huh. Which if anybody didn't watch it cuz that was years ago, it's it was murderous. It was the Honda CRF 230 frame or bits of it rather, the steering and forks that donated its engine to the Barbie car with a spare Yamaha phaser engine grafted onto the back and a big platform in the middle to stand on. So it was a stand-up scooter with 70 horsepower of two-stroke ridiculousness. Terrifying. And it was like eight feet long. Doesn't it have like a little CVT or something? Yeah, it's CVT yeah, drive. It's terrifying. Yeah, so that's why it was called the murder scooter. Um, <laughs> anyway, that's what we were doing there at the dunes. We were testing that. All the testing went pretty well. 
to then, this uh, day the then, most terrifying thing I've ever driven. And we've driven a lot of swindly machines since then. Yeah, well, it's funny, yeah. too, because I don't even really drive a lot of the builds. And I don't, well, I guess at that point at I that didn't point have an opportunity. Yeah, you, you hadn't, yeah. Still, yeah. no one should have thought it was a good idea to put me on that. And I just remember the last thing Ethan's saying is like, oh, the throttle's kind of sticky. So, and I don't really drive bikes. Yeah, well, and I don't think any of us really realized to what extent you didn't drive bikes at that point. <laughs> ah, yeah. Because like too. when you and I so met, we were in college man. and like, so yeah, okay. we were just doing, you know, slack lining and rock climbing and all that kind of stuff. Right. And so like, at this point, it was early in Grindhard, so we hadn't really like invited you over for a bunch of things. And, and you're like, very confident in everything physical. Exactly. Like, so yeah. climbing. I didn't have that much reason to believe that I was going to crash in the way that I did. Because that was jank. I seem to remember like being like, oh, maybe I should point it not kind of towards Ethan's truck. So he, we were probably like from, he, I mean, we're, sitting in the show, we're probably maybe 30 feet away from the truck or so, pointed like basically parallel to it. Yeah, how did the door was open? How yeah, the, did I? The yeah. door was open I because the door like. Yeah, you hit it the edge of the door like yeah. dead on on edge with my knees and oh. my head. <laughs> yeah, he was just like if the truck is here, he's parallel to it, and then we're like, oh yeah, just like once you get going fast, it's easier and it kind of balances itself out yeah. a little bit and like because it's really really hard to drive slow. So it was like just give it some beans and he just goes straight into the open door like car full throttle like, kind of sideways <laughs> yeah. so the bike didn't really hit the door it was just it was mainly Steven my knees and my head injecting himself into the door and then the door didn't close correctly after that we Ever had to again. four wide in the cab and like kind of like jimmy oh yeah, shut. The, yeah. yeah the it door was, always like once i started seeing the truck the door always had to like kind of Jimmy up. That's yeah, it, I, I, that was after I shimmed it and yeah. stuff. I had to adjust it a good bit, <laughs> it, yeah, but it still yeah. looked a little damp. Because that day oh. it would barely even close. Like it was oh, a, just like a gap, a huge yeah. air gap all the way around. It was a cold drive back. I remember yeah. that. It was it was extra yeah. chilly. I have yeah. a feeling the last thing anyone's gonna hear at Grindheart if they did die on a machine is Ethan saying the throttle's a little sticky, or <laughs> me saying the brakes, the brakes are, aren't really yeah, don't really work. The brakes yet. <laughs> There's enough back pressure. <laughs> it's, it's fine. Just use the engine braking. Yeah. yeah okay. One of my, I think probably my favorite part of that day. I mean, aside from doing wheelies on the eight foot long scooter. You I, did a wheelie on the. Yeah. Oh, and he jumped no. it. He found this big, like kind of dune cliff thingy. It was so crazy. Yeah. Like I did a wheelie where it was like not 12 o'clock, but like maybe 10, yeah. 30. And it was so long when you do a wheelie on that. Thing. I was like four feet off the ground. Oh, just like, whoa. Yeah. Steven and I were sitting in the corner with our cameras, like getting the sunset behind him doing oh. this. And we were like, whoa, <laughs> like way more intense than we do now because like now we're like a little bit used to You're it. But at the time we that. were like, just had never yeah. seen anything. I yeah, mean, no that was incredible. Yeah, like that, that, that thing was absurd. Yeah. Um, yeah, to wheelie it, I had to like use momentum and a dune. Like it yeah. wasn't, it, it's so long it wouldn't power wheelie, but once you yeah. got it up, it would just, yeah. That's yeah. hilarious. It was yeah. just little seeing that tire. little machine out there. I would never imagine it because the carcass is still out there. Yeah. Yep. We use little parts from it here and there every yep. once in a while. So, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. But so aside from wheeling it, the best part of that was uh, when the Tacoma broke. Uh, Sam, after Sam almost rolled it, Sam has been almost rolling stuff or rolling stuff since day one. It's so uh, a true fact. Like in the really beginning, is. I'm like, the commoners are a little bit mean. Like he's not that bad. And then you just start doing the math and it's like, yeah. wow, every time he's been in something, it's rolled over. 
pretty much. Yeah, yeah, so we almost rolled the taco, and then it broke. And then Sam and I rode double on the murder scooter back to the truck because we were way out huh. in the dunes. So I was driving it, and Sam was standing behind me. So two men standing on a scooter and driving it through sand. It was the most jank thing I've on ever the seen. the most difficult-to-ride two-wheeled vehicle you can imagine. Like, think about the ruckus. It actually handled somewhat similarly, except you couldn't sit down because there was no seat. There was just a burning hot exhaust. Yeah. Um, oh, gosh. And, and it was way heavier and way longer. So, but, like, you know the weirdness of the handling of the ruckus? It was kind of like that. Oh, that's terrible. But way oh, worse. And driving it no. in sand. Oh. It had way less power than the ruckus, but it was also yeah. less controllable. Cause but it was a two-stroke. It was a two-stroke, so it was like... Yeah. And it didn't yeah. have a, a dune tire in the front. Just no, the just rear. a... Yeah, so it had a paddle tire in the rear, but just a regular dirt tire oh, in the no. front. A bald dirt oh, tire. Oh, no. <laughs> pretty jank. Yeah, so... That's very jank. Yeah, riding uh, two up on that was hilarious. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that was that was one good truck Where story for sure. Where did it go after that? Because it took some damage there. What, the scooter? I was the snowmobile the day that we made the... The was the Suron versus the 450 in the snow. What? No, we were. It was what? way before you had we a Suron. Were, we were at the uh, taking snowmobiles out, but it was my window that I smashed. Oh yeah, that was way later, and that was your window. Yeah, that was, was that was Sam that told? Yeah, me Sam not? was like, "Dude, that's gonna smash your window." And Edwin drove forward literally ten feet, smashed his window. So oh, how ratchet strapped the tunnel of the snowmobile below the lip of my bed, and I was like. Premium. Let's go. I was cold. And Sam was like, that's going to break your back window. And I'm like, no, it's ratchet strapped under the window. But the first little bump I hit, it, went, it like popped whoop, up, boink. doinked straight into my window. Oh, and my I felt like, gosh. Like, I think he was completing his sentence of telling me that was a bad idea and my glass was gone. Pretty no. much, yeah. yeah. And you don't want to be missing truck glass in the winter no, when that's, you're out on the snowmobile that's no trails. Good. But yep. yeah, I thought that was your truck for a no. second, and I was yeah. like, nope, that was me being an idiot. <laughs> yep. Aww. Yeah, I mean... Uh, then, there was, then there was the first time we went to Castle Rock uh, for the... For the Power Wheels, like dirt track racing, that was awesome. that was a good one. We took Aza that year to drive the Barbie car. Yep, Aza won. Aza got first, and I got nice. third. First place in the kitchen sink classic class. Or no wait, no, I got first. That because I was. Or no, I was. I was. What the devil? That's right. I was trying to remember. Yeah. Um. I got third place because they misspelled the trophy, but <laughs> yeah, um, the reason I didn't get first, because I was driving Cindy, and Cindy was absolutely ripping on her little snowblower tires back then, and uh, I was like laps ahead of everyone, but on the actual race, so we did like multiple heats, just like when you were there, yeah. but on the actual race, I was losing coolant, because I think the head gasket was blown on that engine for a long time, yeah. and I, we just let it go cool, cool. and they pulled me over to be like hey you're leaking i'm like no, no. <laughs> so they pulled me aside i was like yeah it's just the it's just the coolant reservoir it's just it's just it's fine and i just <laughs> took off again but then i got into third so place at that point third, third, oh, third yeah, place and there was an over long enough to get passes yeah everybody passed yeah. me yeah was well, it they, the sway bar issue we were like going around camp asking if anyone had a welder and this guy was like like, oh, there's this place down the street, and they have a welder. So we just, like, drove We went there. to a tire shop. Yeah, it was just... Yeah. Um, and we were wearing, like, flip-flops or something. I remember, like, I wasn't wearing shoes, and they were, like, all these hardened <laughs> tire shop men. Yeah, I and remember were, you like, guys pointing that shop out to me. Yeah, yep. and they were, like, yeah. just looking at me, like, who is this kid with his camera? Like, 
Yeah, I forget was, what it was we had to weld. I think yeah. it was either steering or sway bar. But then, then yeah. Steve so had we were to weld someone his too. In the bed of the truck. It was just kind of like both the rigs were hanging out the bed of the truck. Yep. And then, uh, no, you were wearing flip flops. I was wearing flip flops for sure. I have a slow motion shot of welding berries falling from <laughs> the power wheels <laughs> onto, onto Ethan's feet. It was <laughs> oh so premium. Yeah, that's the situation. And, and the guys were looking at you like, what are you doing, man? Yeah. Wearing flip-flops and welding. <laughs> and the best part of that is we took <laughs> Cindy, the Barbie car, and the murder scooter with a track on the back and a ski on the front. Or not a ski, a, a wheel on the front. Yes, and a, tra- a snowmobile track on the back. We took all of those in the bed of that truck. We didn't pull a trailer that year. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And we went to the How? And then we went to the dunes the next day. Yeah. And oh at the dunes, gosh. this man with a turboed razor wanted the drag race, the murder scooter. And I forget if it was you or Aza driving. I think but it was me, but dusted him. Yeah. Oh yeah. He that was, thing was like, actually quick in a straight away, line. But with the snowmobile track and the sand it had yeah. so much traction. That was actually the most drivable it ever was, was with a track <laughs> in the sand. Yeah, a track in the, the snow sand was machine. Oh yeah, the snow the snow bike version of that thing was was very hard to drive. Why? Why would that uh, be much I mean, different than sand? It was actually. I mean, it wasn't that bad. It yeah. was just not that reliable. And like, oh, once I yeah. made the track tilt, it was actually fairly rideable. You it made was the just track tilt. Yeah, I I made it so that the I put pivots on the on the yeah. suspension points so that the bottom part of the track That's or the, cool. the skid would just pivot Someone and that made it yeah because before that it was a full-size snowmobile track so it was 15 inches wide so before that it was on soft snow it was okay but getting to the soft snow was like impossible yeah but then it just yeah it just wasn't that reliable and it was it was just it didn't have good suspension it was yeah. it was pretty jank you should tell the good people about the next year at castle rock how prepared we were <laughs> oh yeah we were actually pretty prepared i think honestly that castle rock experience might have been like the no. most prepared grindhard has ever been when I <laughs> those and that was your first grindhard experience that was really my first basically one, like yeah starting to be yeah. part of the team so because we had the power wheels i remember ethan and i talking because we had the power wheels ready to go and we were like man this is our first year having more stuff working than we have people to drive it because yep. Aza couldn't come with us that year, and I was like, "Well, and or didn't want to I after could, the uh, first year." <laughs> <laughs> he, had, like, he had fun, but he was like, ah, "I don't know if I need to do yeah. that again." And so I was like, "Well, I really want to drive one, but then we can't then you film." Can't film. Yeah, I was like thinking, oh, "I'll set the drone on like the auto orbit mode," but there's a it's protected Osprey nest or something. Osprey nest situation. Yep. So. Which is weird that having a racetrack doesn't bother the Ospreys. <laughs> like, is the drone really The a drone big is deal what, yeah. <laughs> Compared to like a hundred Harleys going with straight pipes. But, yeah. anyways, so I was like, what about Will? A cut and half Miata guy. <laughs> yeah, because you showed up like to weld something one yeah. day and you're cutting half Miata. And I was like, what about that kid? I bet he wants to drive a Power Wheels. And Ethan was like, actually, I bet he would. And he rides like motorcycles. So he'd probably like. <laughs> Figure it out. Yeah, yeah, so I called him up, and he came over the day before we left and drove Cindy for the first time ever. Yeah, I was, like, driving around, getting it, like, figuring it out. I was like, okay, okay. And I, like, drove it around for, like, 15 minutes. So then we yeah. were, yeah. like, went. Well, he drove it for so long, just circles and circles. Yeah. And Ethan was like, I don't think Cindy's, like, ever had this many 
miles because normally we just rode it for a couple minutes yeah. and you feel pretty damaged after you drive yeah especially in that configuration before we got the nicer shocks and stuff yeah. like you feel pretty damaged after a couple minutes of cindy <laughs> we were just going back and forth and back and forth <laughs> and having the best time i've it ever seen so a human fun. have and i was like oh yeah he's gonna fit right in yeah and yep. honestly i was more comfortable than my daily driver at the time this time <laughs> half miata seriously <laughs> i think that <laughs> thing had a little more on so it. so we only packed three wide in the truck yeah that was that we still yeah, but we barely wide. made it that yeah. was when it started having o2 sensor issues was that yeah. the trip yeah, yeah that was we were i wanted to talk about yeah. Yeah. we were driving through well we were driving from um well through washington we were going up the pass uh going from like i-90 over through yakima because that we were going that way through the mountains to get yeah. to castle rock and the uphill section turned into yeah. a situation and it was hot that day too it was that was it was like apocalypse levels of smoke remember yeah actually that was when i had evacuation notices on my door and then we just oh, left for the yeah. weekend i could literally see <laughs> fire from my parents yeah like, i could see it balcony. from my house here that was that year yeah and so we were driving through apocalypse smoke and mm. the truck was uh kind of done with it we were towing the trailer and we had the Rotary yeah. trike on the trailer that time. It Cindy had all kinds and the of O2 sensors going yep. off, and there was this like, mad exhaust leak that yep. seemed to be getting progressively worse. It was getting closer to us. It like started at the back of the truck, well, like, and it would go into like a limp mode when the O2 sensor went funky, uh, and then the exhaust leak would sound way worse because you'd just be full throttle, yeah, but yeah. it wouldn't really be making much power, so you'd be like. 4,000 RPMs. And would like cut cylinders or something yep. and like shoot yep. gas into the exhaust and pop, 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 pop. It was terrible. And so we got really lucky and we found the holy grail of road trip situations in O'Reilly Auto Parts in the same parking lot as a Taco, Taco Bell. Bell. Oh, I forgot about the Taco <laughs> Bell. Yeah. It was beautiful. So we got like the cheapest they, code scanner they had because they'll code scan yeah. you for free and then we saw the code and then we killed it and then it came right back on when we got our taco bell so we just went back in and bought a code scanner you left it plugged in and then every time it turned into jank mode yep. you just like pull just over a little off. bit reset it no, i didn't even need to pull going. over i just like would slow down because it was slower yeah and then i just hit two buttons i had i had that that code scanner lived in the door pocket of that truck from that day until the day I sold it. <laughs> and either and you would just anything about it. Just yeah. Nope, I didn't. <laughs> Jank. And it got worse and worse, like progressively oh, yeah. since that trip. It was like getting down the, to yeah. like every The last minutes. trip Will and I did with it, we could, like, we barely made it home. It was yeah. the last trip. And it trip stopped working. Yeah. The Unimog. Well, when janky yeah. things happen and Ethan's driving, he has some kind of, like, magic engineering knowledge or, like, like, I don't know. When something like that happens to me, I'm like, other problems are going to happen and we're going to get stranded. But Ethan thinks so <laughs> logically. He's like, this is the only problem. We just keep clearing the code and we'll make it. No big deal. Yeah. And Will and I are looking at each other when we have, like, no service and so far in the middle of nowhere going to Castle Rock. And we're like, oh. Yeah. And it was the first time I met someone, like, way jankier than me that just, like, drives <laughs> I'm not level. jankier than you, Will. <laughs> well, Only comes, in that one well, capacity. When it comes to like understanding how long a car can go without oil oh, and yeah. stuff, like Ethan is the king. <laughs> just be like that will just go forever. This man literally like built a fuel injection system or a f that 
Oh, the carburation. Yeah, the, the, carburation. the carburation. I need to get the. I need to actually put that up in the new shop. The Jag yeah. carburetor. The yeah, Jag manifold. Sick. Yeah, that yeah. thing is an inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> so when we Those. made it up on top of the hill. I felt a lot better. If if I had this ring at the time, I'd get a notification on my phone like your max level stress. <laughs> yeah, I don't even. It doesn't even phase me. Yep. Like no. when the tire popped in the middle of nowhere, went on the limo trip. Like oh, that was good. Any yeah. kind of overheating issue. Any kind of tire falling off in the middle of the desert, I'm like, yep, we'll make it. We'll back. find a way. Yep. <laughs> and then uh, let's see. We also took that truck. Yeah. We took your dad's truck when we went to like SEMA well, and Jay Leno. Sketchier than that, the second time in Castle Rock. Oh, I think which we got to finalize that because your truck ended up being Will and I's bed that night. So oh, yeah, <laughs> for some reason. Like oh, yeah, you guys like, slept in the bed of the truck, or one of we you were did. like, let's be very prepared. We had the MotoGP suits. I had all the camera gear, extra batteries, the little electric thing to help recharge the batteries. I was so prepared. Except you didn't bring it, your sleeping bag. <laughs> we were doing the we little, they do this it. jank kidney bean paved course thing at night. So we were out there really late, just <laughs> racing the power wheels in circles and cool. watching people in mini bikes just run into each other. It was super fun. And then when it's about time for bed, Will and I look at each other and we're like, oh no, we didn't bring a sleeping bag, a tent, a pillow, a water bottle, nothing. a toothbrush. I brought nothing. I think I had like a bag with like, I don't even know what I had with me at the yeah. time. Nothing. So Will and I just, I think we both had hoodies. Yeah. So we just laid in the back of the didn't, truck. Didn't Steve give you guys something, a blanket yeah. or, or a sleeping bag or something? Because we were laying in the back of the truck <laughs> trying to sleep, and Steve came by, and he's like, hey, you guys need a blanket? And we looked at each other, and we're like, yeah. And then he brought us the thinnest. It's like a bed sheet at a hotel, you know what I mean? And so we balled it we up balled and kind of made it. a pillow situation out of it. And then... I felt the condensation at like three in the morning, just like soaking me because we were on steel and it yep. was getting colder. And so I woke up. Well, I was like, well, let's go under the truck. We'll be so much drier in the morning. And you know how Will sleeps? He's like, ah. and I was like, okay. So I let him have this little pink hotel bed sheet situation. And I laid underneath the truck and it was actually way comfier. Cause it's like, like grass, dusty, yeah, dusty sand. Yeah. There. With bits of grass. And, and so yeah. I woke up, Pretty good. Solid three hours of sleep, like pretty cold, but ready to go on the day. And Will was like, he's like, dude, you let me sleep in the truck last night. It's so wet. And he had like purple lines on his back. Yeah, I had lines from the back of that truck on my back for like the whole day. And I was like, I cannot even believe that (laughs) neither of us even remotely considered any kind of sleeping gear. That's not the first time either. the first time or the last. Yeah, it won't be the last either. I'm getting much better now. Only because I send you lists. Yeah. I send you full lists and then you're like, I got most of it. When is another time we forgot? Oh, you not so much, Edwin. I, I don't know. You're more responsible yeah. now, but Will needs constant <laughs> reminders. <laughs> oh, yeah, and I then nothing jank happened on the way home, though. Your no, it was fine. Yeah, the the happened code well scanner thing was so. fine. Yeah. And we went back. When we went down to the dunes with the colonel and the. And that after was a good that time. trip, we also moved the Ford Ranger. 
right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We hauled the Ford Ranger. Yeah. Oh, that was janky. Which was we got to backtrack. I remembered. I remembered another really good trip. We got to do this chronologically. It's way backtrack. So inject if you know any in between here. I no. The only one I can think of is King of the Hammers. Yeah, that's. But we're we're getting there. Oh, I forgot we took the truck. Steven is telling the King of the Hammers story. Oh no. So yeah. Yeah. We way early on when we first finished the Barbie Jeep. It was the first like full send, the original full send video. We took it up to Canada with our friend Clinton, uh, his channel Dirt Garage. He's got, you know, Toyotas and stuff. So we went up there to hang out with him at an event that actually doesn't happen anymore, but they called it the kook. Because <laughs> it was on, on Lake Kukanusa, which is a reservoir. It brings a tear to my eye whenever I think yep. of how it doesn't happen anymore. I know. That was the most fun redneck event I've ever been it was, to. Redneck events in Canada are just a different level. So much better. But so we went to that event, and it's called the Kook because it's in Lake Kukanusa, which is a reservoir. So in the spring, it's still all drained, but it's alongside the river that flows into it. Oh, so and there's just mud, mud everywhere. Yeah. The longest flat plain of mud you can imagine. Miles of just, and like, flat mud. The time of year they do it, the snow is still in the mountains. And oh, like, it's gorgeous. When you cross the border from here, the mountains just get steeper. Yep. Like, well, you've yeah. driven through but, there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so you're just in this mud valley of just... Steep premium trucks like six yep. by six hearses on actual monster truck tires yep. that's sick and then you just see these beautiful mountains the the cindy full send video yep. for reference if you guys want to look that up later yep. but yeah so that one we took the truck for that and we took the tacoma the crunchy taco and uh the barbie jeep cindy um and we broke everything we broke uh we broke a front axle on the tacoma because i was rock bouncing with it and the rear axle on the barbie jeep it had it was a one-inch axle, and it had multiple carrier bearings on it, and it sheared the axle in half. Huh? Um, I was doing wheelies all over the place. We got some really good footage. Those were the best wheelies Cindy ever did, I think. Just um, locking up those snowblower tires on that hardened Those bed. were pretty good, but we also had some insane ones at Mike's house on the street. Oh, On the way yeah. to Jay Leno's. Those uh-huh. were... We were doing like twelve o'clocks, just cruising. Dude, I wish you were there. Down the street, so many wheelies. Aww. Um. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was another really good truck trip with the truck. And the reason that's, I mean, it, it wasn't that much of a story in terms of the truck. It was fine. But then you had to go upload the video for some reason. You had to like re-upload it or something. Yeah. And so we were like out in the middle of nowhere near Cranbrook. And it was like a half hour drive or something back to Cranbrook. But Clinton's dad or his brother was like, oh, if you just take this dirt road, it's way straighter. Yeah. But it was like the bumpiest, washboardiest dirt road oh, ever. And you took the truck and you were just like mobbing, but you're like, I had to air down, man. It was so bad. And it was still. It hurt my spine. And he was like, I got super fast internet, man. Because I think it might have been like, I remember being kind of stressed out because I think it was one of our first ad deals for Grindhard. It wouldn't. And we had to like re-upload something. And he was like, yeah, I got fast internet and whatever. And I had the file on my computer. We just had to re-upload it. Get the internet. And so I was just mobbing there trying to get it out on time. And then when I got there, the internet was like, not as advertised. No, yeah, it was not it was very fast. So long. I missed like most of the daytime kook. Like when they all go in the mud hole and stuff, I missed mm-hmm. all that. Aww. I missed the hearse going through the mud. Yep. I was sad. Dang. Yep. <laughs> but then you came back in time for beer darts. Yeah, that's true. That's a truly Canadian event. Yeah. Where you sit in a lawn chair with a beer about like 30, 40 feet apart and throw darts at each other's beers. But you're just sitting there throwing darts at each other. Huh? Yeah. 
It's super fun. He That's got everyone got a slow mo of the dart piercing a beer and it exploding everywhere. Yes, sir. What? He was running back and forth between the beers. Yeah, for like it? two hours. Just Wait, back so and is forth. it like uh, like a red cup with beer? No, no, like a no, can, like full can, unopened yeah, beer can. can. So oh. picture it this way: you're sitting directly across. From the person, Do people right? get hit by these oh, times? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> and if you move, if you react and Ow. move, then you lose. That's horrible. Yeah, so you have to sit there perfectly still and just take a dart to the kneecap. Yeah. And then you try to get their beer, and then obviously if you get it, they need to drink they it. They have oh, to chug their whole beer, yeah. So I was really in the danger zone because, you know, you got some drunk Canadians just tossing darts back and forth. And <laughs> Ethan's not kidding. I used an entire battery because I wanted... It's not very often that... Yeah. And you still... Like, and the sad thing is you didn't even use that shot in the video. Yeah, I should have. It was, but, yeah. I mean... I'll put it in a video. Put it in, yeah, I'll put yeah. it at the end of the next video. Or just I'll put it at the end it. of this podcast for anybody yeah. watching it. Yeah, because I, <laughs> I just ran. It. That's cool. all I did that whole night is... I drove all the way out there, uploaded the video, drove all the way back. And when I got back, you guys were already setting up this game. And so I just ran... Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, because I wanted the shot so bad. Did you play this game, Ethan? No, I was oh. just I was just spectating. But when I got it, bam, nice. And it the was Canadians a banger. Lost their mind. I showed them, and they were like, "Ah!" <laughs> <laughs> like, be proud of your game, your yeah. culture. Like it yeah. is a Canadian game, right? I, I assume so. I've only seen that it sounds there. Like yeah, a very Canadian. That and game. dodge beer. You guys all got to learn dodge beer yeah. last time we had a party oh, here. That was fun. Yeah. I liked that one. Yeah, yeah. but. <laughs> anyway, so that was the backtrack to a good a good time with yeah. the old Chevy truck. A great time. It, uh, it was still in premium condition then. That was <clears throat> probably... No, that wasn't before the door got smashed in, so it was, you know... Oh, okay. I guess it, it wasn't was, in premium But the best thing is <laughs> I never... the only, In the entire time I owned that truck, I did a couple of oil changes. I replaced um, the AC belt, and I think that's... Oh, and I did the brakes. You did the brakes? I did, eventually. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah, Will, you need to but tell I did, your story I, I that think you I told did me. The, I think I did the rears, and then the fronts went bad. So oh, I never got around to doing yeah. the fronts before I sold it. Mm. But I did the rears yeah. before that. Um, yeah, <laughs> so I basically put no money into that truck. And then I sold it for 1500 bucks in barely running condition. Yeah. So You should yeah. tell me the story you were telling me when we were doing our 100-mile challenge. Oh, about, yeah. oh, when you borrowed it to pick up a WRX or no, whatever? No, His first it, time driving it threw with you. an accessory belt when I was pulling the WRX, but that was fine. That wasn't very intense. But before I worked here and before oh, yeah. like, we were going to pick up your snow bike, I think, in Montana. Yeah. That was the first time I had ever ridden in that truck. And Ethan was, like, kind of explaining the brakes and stuff, and he's like, we're kind of metal on metal, and we're like blasting down this Montana highway going like 80 miles an hour. And he's like, See, look, shoo. <laughs> and we just like did come to a stop very quickly, but it sounded like like a swordsmith, like swordsmithing, <laughs> like a premium weapon or something. It was like, shoo. Yeah, so that would have been the rears <laughs> yeah. when the rears went metal on metal. And yeah. then. On the King of the Hammers trip, the fronts went metal on metal. Yeah, and I just remember, like, knowing in the back of my head that it was metal on metal. Every grind art trip and just being like, <laughs> nice. And we yeah. just, every time we'd add a little more weight, bigger yeah. truck, more stuff. And I was yep. like, when is it just going to not and work anymore? Ethan just drifted the absolute <laughs> dickens out of, out of that, that thing. thing. Because 
every time we did like something together where I took my truck and you took your truck in the winter, I remember like the second we get off a of main road, <laughs> you're just like, rah, rah, oh like, yeah. yeah, I used to, I used to drifts. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember like being like, oh yeah, putting it in, because I'm like very <laughs> cautious about my tires and like the way I drive, <laughs> I like slow down to a complete stop before putting it in four wheel high, even though I have like the automatic transfer case on my Dodge and then speed back up slowly. And then Ethan's just going, <laughs> like that Dude, I used to get a dozen times. Drifts in that yeah, truck. that Dude. truck would go sideways. You drifted yeah. the snot out of oh, that yeah. thing. I, I really miss having a car that I just don't care about at all. Yeah. I was thinking the other day about reviving my old Porsche just to have a car that a I thrasher. can absolutely thrash. Yeah. yeah. Just, yeah. like, it's That's just my so least much favorite fun. thing about driving the grind hard Tesla yeah. is that any moment I know that if I mess something up, it just will never work again. <laughs> so <laughs> Well, I, and that baby, one's worse because it's so much more complicated. Exactly. Maybe I should get nonsense. a 99 Silverado. Apparently you should. That's the most- Because then I can just send it. I've owned a lot of cars. No, nothing even comes close to the value of that car. Or of that truck. I mean, I did have one Subaru that I bought for 350 bucks and I drove it for like 60,000 miles or 50,000 miles. good value. And then I gave it to my mom and she drove it for another 30 or 40. That thing the was purple older one. than father time and it worked yeah. fine. And I had to replace a transmission in it, but that's because I'd been jumping it on forest service roads and one of the trans cooler lines like broke and it spewed yeah. all the ATF I'm out. I'm pretty sure we'll I got that. drives to school in that car. Oh, you probably did. Yeah. yeah. Did it have the weird seatbelts? Yeah. Like from a yeah. spaceship? But my like, mom had two of those cars. So you might have been in the gray one that was its predecessor. Oh, the predecessor. And then, yeah. then the purple one She'd that had been mine. She'd feed me a pancake and then we'd jump in this Subaru that I'd never seen before because I hadn't seen Subarus ever before that. And you'd sit in and it was this square-like car with like alien technology. The seatbelts <laughs> would be like... Yep. My yeah. mom had two of those cars, and they both went to 336,000 miles on the original stock head gaskets. Can you even believe? Well, it was the <laughs> EJ22, the first-gen EJ22. That engine was actually indestructible. I that's that's the engine that built Subaru's reputation. And then from there on, it just went downhill. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Anyway, we got sidetracked Are we to the there. hammers yet? Uh, let's see. While we're what sidetracked, was... though, shameless plug, the premium hoodies are out now. These are the most premium oh. hoodie I ever did wear. Yeah. So if you're just listening, they're super comfy. They're black. And, and they say premium. They just have a really nice red premium logo. So go to grindhardplumbingco.com and buy one because they're premium. Ethan yeah. and I are missing out right now. I didn't I even really realize. You want to know what happened? Edwin says he put them in my car. I did because he gave me a ride here because car problems. And then I was like, oh, dude, you want to see something so premium? And he was like, yeah. And then I held up the hoodie and he was like, yeah, we should bring hoodies on this trip. And I was like, no, read it. And he was like, premium. <laughs> and that's how I knew he didn't even sleep at all the night before. I didn't. Our mile I didn't. Challenge. Neither of you guys slept yeah. at all. You were like, so, I'm so excited. Um, I can't sleep at I all, man. I put all four in the back of his car. No. I did. I no. truly did. And no. then the I thing is, I don't trust either don't. of you in this situation. You could both See, be the thing just is because because you were both so sleep deprived. You guys just like hallucinate at that remember point. Remember when I dropped you off and I was like, "Hey, yo, why is there two hoodies in the back of my car?" And there you were like, three. "You were like, there's no hoodies in the back of your well, car." Man. There were two hoodies in the back of your car, and then you were wearing one, and then I already had mine. 
Well, now where are they? You're wearing them. During our trip, it is the most sleep-deprived, because I was really <laughs> sleep-deprived. But I saw Will, like I'd never seen him before. I he was, was so sleep-deprived. out of it. Around like 2 in the morning, he was just like driving in the left lane, like even on the actual like paved road in our little tiny tank <laughs> Alibaba car that goes five miles an hour. He's just in the left lane, like hugging the shoulder of the wrong side. Of the road. I was what? like, well, you should bring it back. And he was trying to like explain himself. He's like, oh, yeah, well, this side of the road with, like, the vision and stuff. And, like, <laughs> I was, like, wiping the front of the windshield for him, like, reaching way over. And he was like, oh, that's so much better. Like, he was working at 2% cognitive level. <laughs> oh, no. And, like, you are like, saying repetitive things, like maybe someone with, like, Alzheimer's or something. <laughs> like, it was the most base level operating system I've ever seen you on. And I've seen you in some very sleep-deprived yeah, situations. So tired. That was next level. Do you My even voice remember still sounds. the trip? Yeah. You're so tired? Yeah. I remember the trip. And my voice remembers it, too. It will never be the same. We just sat in a red car for an unbelievably long <laughs> amount of time, leaking rain into it the whole time, going, Yo, she... <laughs> it seems like everything in my life happening for the last hmm, ever since I sold my reliable truck was all signs point to you need a reliable truck, Edwin. Yeah. Every person keeps telling me that. My wife keeps telling me that. Every time I get into a Shrek house situation in a swindly car, I'm like, yep, I should probably get a reliable truck. Like even just... When we tried to take the the limo. To yep. If you'd had a reliable truck, you could have been like, oh, well, I'll just take my truck. Yeah, and then I wouldn't have had to put a trailer on a Tesla Model 3. Well, but that was pretty cool anyway. It did so, so good, though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it was like a really lightweight trailer. So. Yeah. We got on the highway, and we were like, shoot. Yeah. We both the, looked at each other just like, wow. wow. Well, and then there was the time on the way to King of the Hammers that you guys were in the Tesla on the trailer, yeah. driving oh, through Salt yeah. Lake City. I that. That was so fun, and that I figured out best. that car can play video games. Yeah, this was one of the best nights. You guys of were my a life. mess before that trip even started, because I remember Ethan and I showed up, and I was joking with him about it. I was like, "Oh, it's like the responsible people show up here," and we were like, "What could happen to?" Edwin and Will on the Wait, way. You and were that saying so that we're responsible? No, well, we are. And I were responsible because <laughs> we we that. left earlier, so we left with the Tesla and the truck yeah. to go to. Here, let's start from the very beginning, like just paint the whole picture. Yeah, that's we're what I was just about to finish the Tesla. Oh, uh, Graham from Go Fast Campers yep. is like, you guys need to come to the King of the Hammers with us, and we were under the impression that he had this like very scheduled, detailed trip already happening that we were just going to hop on board with, but he was like. Key points. We get a dope custom made go fast camper for the Tesla. Yep. Down. And he's got us an interview and photo shoot with Car and Driver magazine. Mm -hmm. So we're like, down. That's that's the setup. Yep. Yeah. And uh um what was I gonna say? Oh, he also was like, I was like, Yeah, I don't know if my truck's gonna like it's Make not it? I, yeah i was like it's uh, like it's reliable but it's pretty sad and he's like oh yeah i got a truck you guys can use and we get there and it's like 
He's like, yeah, it's a double cab, like, Tundra. It's fine. And I get there, and it's, like, somehow worse than my truck. Yeah. And the back seats are not there because it's, they're, the like, move. it's just, like, a it's a really just a crusty work truck for a business, you and know? It was, like, yeah. still filled with tools and stuff. just full of tools and stuff. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I was like, this is not better. We'll just take my truck. Yeah. Well, that's how we – I was wondering why it was so much more jank than it seemed at the beginning. Yeah, that, that was part sense. of it. I mean – and, uh, you know, not that it was his responsibility to give us a truck, but he kind of offered it as if it was, like, a pretty nice truck, and it was not. <laughs> yeah, I remember the, like, towing situation with that truck was weird. There was a lot of weird it was, things. Yeah, it, it was, was just, like, it was clearly just, not was, a great option. I remember it obviously not being the right The best, no. better option, yeah. yeah. So we just piled back into my truck and, and towed all the way down there. And on the way back from there, that, that truck started having a really new and exciting problem. I mean, aside from the O2 sensor one, which we were still just clearing with codes because I was too lazy to fix it. Yeah. Um, it started doing this thing where when you're going up a pass and cruising above 4,000 RPM, the alternator would stop working after a few minutes of 4,000 or 3,000 RPM. I forget what it was. The alternator yeah. would just stop working, so all the dash lights would come on. But then if you, like, get up the pass and you go down the other side, it drops down an RPM. A few minutes later, alternator comes back. First time I've ever seen that. Usually it's like alternator's dead. Done. It's dead. Nope, this one was just RPM limited. Yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> jank. But Ethan yep. even said, like, when the first time we saw that light come on, he was like, oh, it's just speed relative. And I was like, huh? And he was like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll just go away when we speed It up. must have and happened it, one it, more time. That's what I don't understand, that. though, with the way that your mind works. Because once something like that happens, you rule out all the unlogical fear or troubles, and then you just focus on the thing but it tends to just work. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Just I guess if it. you make, uh, maybe I just need to make more decisions based on logic and reason. <laughs> that is <laughs> yeah. generally a, a well, good course of action. Well, there's your setup, Steve, and now yeah. you got to paint us uh, the okay, real yeah. So, so yeah, the, the start of this trip is Ethan and I joking about like, oh, it's, we're responsible and we're going to make it there on time. And what, what could possibly happen with Edwin and Will on the we're, way and here? We were, jo- we're like, something's going to happen. They're going to have some gonna story. Happen. Cue your first heart attack experience <laughs> since we have met yeah. you. Why did I guess we Edwin leave should so tell that part. Later. Um, Will, we were just Will had some swindly thing, like and you had to pick him up. A car from it was Seattle. Yeah, I was like, you were just very, getting back from Seattle or something. Back and then, from yeah. Seattle very late, and I had had like five at the time. I was drinking NOS Energy. Yeah, Ed coffees. That I remember company. you got a twenty-four ounce coffee at the first gas station we stopped and at, and then two NOS Energies at the next one. And I was like <laughs> telling you like about NOS, and we were talking about <laughs> yeah. like aliens yeah. and all this stuff. We were, yeah, we were amazing. talking about uh, very interesting nft concept that still doesn't exist by the way we were on really? something nice yeah. so i'll save that intellectual property yeah. for a different time it was good but it was a good idea and then uh-huh. that got on to aliens and then like, and then we were like how the devil do they make the pyramids and like right when we <laughs> said that they they were like these guys are going too far we gotta take them out yeah and i was like started just like feeling like i was floating off the seat and i got all tingly i was like Oh, and then I just like went quiet, right? I think. Yeah, I don't really he was quiet, and I thought he was gonna fall asleep, so like I just kind of like let him be. But then he looked like he like just wasn't alive anymore. <laughs> so I was like shaking him and kind of grabbing his arm, like to like yeah. feel his pulse, and his pulse just feel it just felt weird. Yeah, and so I pulled over, and then 
you know how well is he doesn't want to go to the doctor yep. so bad. So I was like, dude, I looked up on Google, like when you were passed out, let's go to the doctor. He's like, oh no, no, I'm fine. I'm just like a heavy sleeper. And I had that NOS and my heart feels a little weird. <laughs> and I was like, okay, yeah. I mean, because at this point I was just like taking his word yeah. for it. Like, okay, like if he felt bad enough to go to the doctor, we'd go to the doctor, but right. he obviously didn't. And so then... We just keep going about aliens, and then he just starts like <laughs> torsating back and forth, super hard, like slamming his head against the seat, and then he's like hitting the window, like he was trying to get pain somewhere else than his chest. <laughs> oh and I was gosh. like, "Dude, we are going to the hospital." So I called nine one one, and he's just like, "Dorsey, like, I just need to go outside. I just need to go outside." And it was actually four degrees with it wind chill. It was so cold and windy. And yeah, so yeah. I pull over at this truck stop, and he's running circles around the car, having a heart attack. And I'm on phone with nine one one, like nine one one, what's your emergency? And I was like, I don't know. My friend is like, just not <laughs> speaking coherently, and he had like. I thought this time, I just thought he had the noses and the coffee. I didn't realize the caffeine he drank before. I had so many coffees, man. It <laughs> was insane. I was like, yeah, he had too many energy drinks and his heart is irregular and all this stuff. And she was like, okay, we'll tell him to like drink water and calm down. And I was like, no, like something bad is happening. And she was like, well, you can drive because they can see your location now, I guess. She's like, you can drive to the hospital before we could send an EMT. And so... I was like, okay. I was like, well, get in the car. We're driving to the hospital. He's like, no, man, I just I just need something. And then he takes this stale pizza crust I had in my truck. And he grabs it like it's an ice cream cone. And he's like nibbling off of it like a mouse. And he's like, what? Like making all these jank sounds. Like I haven't even heard die. this part yet. I, I didn't hear the pizza part. Yeah, that's new. It's pizza. And he's like, this pizza is making me feel better, man. And he's like <laughs> shaking. And like you can tell like his color is changing. Like his skin looks good and pink. And then it starts <laughs> to look like washed out white. Like he's not. His heart just isn't working right. And I'm like, dude, we are going to the hospital. So I start driving to the hospital and like 16 miles in, you know how well his heart attacks are. Then he's just like, <laughs> fine. Yeah. And he's like, dude, I'm fine. We don't need to go. And I'm like, <laughs> I mean, you do seem fine. Yeah, and we just, we stopped at that little like 7-Eleven and got like gummy bears and yeah. more coffee. <laughs> and then we got to go. Bears. <laughs> yeah. And so yeah. then we met up with you guys at dinner and we were so incredibly late, obviously. Oh, yeah. We you guys like were like hours. four hours yeah. or whatever I think later. you guys had already installed the roof tent and everything. Yeah, they had the roof tent We going, probably did. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. Tesla. We drove the yeah. Tesla to the restaurant with <laughs> yeah. the roof tent on it. You guys were literally Done. ready to go. And then I think Steven saw us first and you were like, hey, what happened? Yeah, I was curious. Well, you, I think you called me at one point. And you're yeah, like, no, he di you did call yeah. him. I don't remember we what you something said. Of what I think happened. I said we got into a near death situation. <laughs> yeah, and I mentioned that we like had that. to call 911. And the and timing was, like, was funny. good now. Because it was like right after Ethan and I were explaining to Graham how you guys are a little bit swindly. And it was like yeah, right no. after that. Oh, yeah. And then right afterward, you guys called and it was like, Will's um, going to die. Yeah, Will's like yeah. having a heart attack or something. Like, <laughs> yeah. I remember, oh no! Yeah, you guys were talking about how swindly we were when we arrived, and Will was like banging into walls, holding his chest, 
and I was, you were like, what's going on? And I was like, Will's having some jank situations, but he won't let me take him to the hospital. And I remember Ethan was looking at us like, why would Will need to go to the hospital? And I was like, trust me, he does, but he won't let me. Yeah. Yeah. I think one of the funniest things about that whole endeavor is that like at that point, like I kind of figured we were the really swindly ones and like that Graham was like, who are these idiots? But by the end of that trip, we all Graham. realized Graham was just as just. much of a swindler, if not more <laughs> than the rest of us. Like everywhere we went, like we, we all knew, like everybody involved was very aware that the goal at any given time was making a video or like getting to a point to make a video or like filming yeah. a thing. And like, but no one acted like it on that dude, trip. Every time we went anywhere, Graham would just hop in his Jeep and, Yeet off in a random direction without telling yeah. anybody where he was going. Mm -hmm. And we'd yeah. all be like, where did he go? And then he'd just trundle back later yeah. on and be like, oh, yeah, hey, guys. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Well, from there on out, I mean, I think this was a very long way of saying we all finally got to Gramps' place where they make the Go Fast Campers. Yep. And then... We did have a great night. Oh, that was so night. much yeah, fun. So he had all so of his fun. campers set up in the showroom, and he was like, yeah, just crash here, and we'll leave in the morning. Yeah. So we had the Tesla in their like showroom installation room. Yeah. We, we had the Camaro on the roof of the Tesla. And we slept in the roof tent yep. with the Camaro on the roof. And, and I then... brought my little Razor bike with the Electro and Co. kit. So just we were just wheelies. doing wheelies until yeah. like 2 in the morning. It was yeah. awesome. Yep. Yeah. That was and then so there was the, yeah, there was the, uh, the display camper there. One of you guys slept I got to sleep in the display camper. Yeah. Yeah. It had a little TV in it. Yeah, it I slept sick. in there too. Yeah. <laughs> and yep. then there was these wooden ramps that they used for something that we were hitting we on were the like mini bike. We were like setting them up yep. and stuff. Like it was yeah. so we much had the fun. One, wheel, one wheels in there. We oh yeah, we were one yeah. wheels. Yeah. That was a really good time. And Ethan's always really responsible and he was like, you guys should go to bed because we got a big day tomorrow. And, <laughs> and then Will and I were just like, yeah. I actually have this video on my phone of Ethan like responsibly brushing his teeth in the corner and you and Will just going, <laughs> and that was I'm just putting it together now that seemed like three days in one one of those days but that was the same day you had your heart situation yeah. we were yep. just up Going. all night doing yep. wheelies yep, yep. Wow, that was yeah. so much fun. That and then we drove for two yeah. days down then to King of the Hammers. Into a truck situation. That was this is insane. where things got interesting because we Oh yeah. I brought my truck, but we weren't planning on driving it because the clutch was about to go out or something. No, your clutch was, it, there was it just was no reason just to take no it. It was yeah. just like because Graham so, was taking his Jeep, yeah. so we which just had extra went seats. Four deep in Ethan's truck for a lot of it because it well, I guess Maybe Steven should tell this part of the story. Well, you you didn't ride down with us because you had to finish editing the video. Yeah, you so rode you down rode with in the back of, in the back yeah. of and you Jeep. had like this comfortable like editing setup. Meanwhile, Will and I were like fighting over who had to sit in the middle. Yeah, in that truck. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. We we're like, it's your turn, Will. It's like whoever got out first. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, I was no, no, comfortable, but he was in the back seat of a Jeep Gladiator, Jeep Gladiator which on forties. What are those things? Uh, oh, yeah, I that's remember probably it was thirty-sevens nice. or forties. I would have rather been in the truck. Yeah, oh, and it, it, they're yeah. like super loud and cold because they just have like a thin fiberglass yeah. shell. Mm. And, and I, I, I never have rode in that noise canceling headphones. I just had like the ones that used to come with iPods, like the wire, oh, yeah, the like little, yeah. jank mm. ones. And I was in the corner trying to focus. And then there was just so much noise and it was so cold. It's like being inside, being inside of a Jeep Gladiator in the winter is like being inside of a ice brand cooler you get at the gas station. Mm. Like no insulation, like all the wind noise. <laughs> like I just can't even believe 
that Jeep Gladiators are that jank. Dude, Jeep Gladiators <laughs> are the jankiest Dang well, thing. your mom had a your mom had a Jeep Wrangler, which is yeah. basically the same yeah, thing. Yeah, but the Gladiators like, just like it's yeah. new. It feels like it should be good, but it's, but it's not good. Like the condensation Did comes you know through the doors. That new ones right now, like at the dealer lots, are marked off forty percent in some states. That's how bad sales are doing this year. Really? On yeah. Gladiators? That's Maybe hilarious. that's what I should get. I like oh, yeah. They're well yeah. I mean, and if you're not trying to edit in the back seat in frigid weather, it yeah. was so cold those days. It was, it was like so cold. And then we stopped so then in. Once I oh, finished yeah, right. um, editing, I opted. We pulled over at this super jank gas station. It was Is a place that had like super good jerky that Graham wanted to get. It was yeah. somewhere. Yeah, we did like this big detour to get there. The yeah. first of yeah. many of his yeah. detours. Yeah. many. And... Will and I looked at each other and we were like, the Tesla has heated seats. Yep. Another thing that we're kind of glossing over is that we tried to charge the Tesla like that entire journey down. The whole trip was like, okay, where can we figure out how to charge this thing? The point of the trip, we haven't really said that yet, was to do this car and driver article at King of the Hammers with the Tesla. Yeah, and among other things. I mean, like the point, yeah, Yeah. that was like one of the major points was to do some off roading with the Tesla because it was like just finally, I just finished building the roof rack. We had the roof tent. It was like, we're going to go overlanding at King of the Hammers with the Tesla. We did stop everywhere trying to find a place to charge it. Oh, it was such a pain. Nothing. That yeah. was a really, really that was great such a fun road trip. trip. And the truck held it together the, the whole, whole way. Time. It wasn't even yeah. doing the uh, throwing the code thing at uh, that point, It did right? a few times up some of the passes, but it, did, it didn't do that as much in colder weather, and it was freezing yeah. cold that whole trip. Yeah. But, wow. yeah, I mean, it did the whole trip to King of the Hammers and back, and then we also went to L.A., for and hung out with Hoonigan and uh, yeah, I miss Mike. Oh my God, dude, you yeah. would have Mike uh, Stansworth. Yeah, he'd be my best friend. Oh, dude, he he's so into BMWs and Ferraris. I know, and he's all about swag. But he's also just the nicest person I've ever met. Like, yeah. if he likes wheelies too. We're probably he's just the know. California version. He probably. Of I don't know if he does or not, but he. Uh, we, we didn't get on the subject of wheelies. Every time I try to think about getting a reliable truck, I also think about E30s. Mm, E30s. I, I'm not a Beamer boy at all. I love E30s. And I mean, they're reliable. They just remember <laughs> Edwin, remember when I bought my Porsche 944? We were talking about you buying an E30, yeah. uh-huh. I buy a 944, and, and we do like some, both of them. Yeah, and do some channel stuff with them. Yeah. 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 We can still do that. There is a four-wheel drive. There's the XI E30. Yeah. They're hard to get not rusty. No, no, no. You just, just get a regular E30 because it's more fun rear-wheel drive. Don't. It's not your daily in the winter. You don't want to do that to it anyway. I mean, you could drive Everyone's it on nice like, days. I need a car that's fun and a daily. Yeah. That's yeah. not part you of the You can daily it for man. like seven or eight months out of the year. Just don't try to daily it in the winter. <laughs> Every time I call Will after work, I'm like, you have friends that have RX-7s, right? And he's <laughs> like, yeah. And I'm like, they can probably like drive them all the time reliably, right? And the people I know with RX-7s, like, drive them three miles, like, a year and <laughs> add two-stroke mixture at every pump. They can only go to two pumps in all of Spokane, and they're like, yeah, man, I just don't drive half of Spokane because it's a little too bumpy. <laughs> like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> That's who I am, though. And I just happen to have to work up a gravel road. And Edwin's well, also, like, Sandpoint is oh, like... Yeah, sand point, like, it just... With the amount of snow we get in the winter and potholes. You couldn't even drive down your road. When I had my E46, though, I had about 
half an inch of rubber on contact with the road. It was so low and cambered, cambered out. Hog, yeah. Like, was... I'd show cords on the inside of my tires, and I'd still have the nubs on the outside. Yep. It was so premium. But yeah. that See, dude... and you enjoyed that. Just, you never drove it in the winter, which is fine. Yeah. That's what you need. You need to get an E30 and, uh, you know, an drive E30 it. An E30 with the RX-7 motor. No, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> that's terrible, man. Then you get a terrible interior have Will put and it, a terrible. You know what would be motor. better than that? Have Will put a R1 engine in an R in an E30. Yeah, it's way yeah. more power than stock and weight reduction. Plus, you have sixteen thousand RPM of. And you would have a shifter like. Yeah, and a you'd have a ripstick shifter. Yeah. Okay, I'm down. There you go. We should let Stephen tell the actual at hammers. Yeah. You should pick up the well. Pick up where we left off, like stopping in Salt Lake. Yeah, yeah. We we could make this story very long. Yeah, we should because Stephen has a really good perspective on this situation. Because I was super sleep deprived because I didn't sleep the first night and I just left. So Stephen has the non gearhead. Fully, what do you call that? Unbiased opinion mm, yeah. of what happened. It was like, uh, I mean, maybe not 100% unbiased, but uh, uh, yeah, more, I, I, more, uh, yeah, more neutral stance. Neutral, yeah. 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 I kind of knew what to expect, but I didn't know it was going to be that level. I think Will kind of shared that with me because like people kept telling us, oh, King of the Hammers is the most crazy event ever. And I'm like, well, I've been to Gambler, you know, I just thought, yeah. oh, it'll be a big version of Gambler, which is true. I just didn't think it was going to be like a thousand. Times. million times yeah. Yeah, thousand a hundred thousand yeah. people i remember showing up and times. it was really late and we just see all the lights and it was like whoa it looked like we showed up to la yeah yeah it was very yeah. intense like mad Max, and, LA. yeah and uh yeah well what did happen well, first be- before that i mean we were still in salt lake like we woke up to us like three inches of fresh snow Oh, that's right. It wasn't Salt Lake. It was some outskirts of that. so cold. And then we Mm -hmm. hopped in the truck with nearly bald tires and towing a trailer with a Tesla on it and a ton of other stuff. Yeah. And we were just passing everyone on the freeway. Yeah, we were mobbing. I don't believe in going really slow. Yeah, Ethan was like, what are these people doing? Get out of my way. They're not even towing. They're going like 40 miles an hour. Yeah. (laughs) I remember janking through traffic in the ice. Yeah. With the trailer. Why didn't I have a sleeping bag on that? Because it seemed like a better Yeah. We're just yeah. going to sleep in the Tesla. That was our plan from the beginning. We're oh. not bringing anything. Wow, this is a theme. You're right, Stephen. Yeah. yeah. It's very common, So anyway, actually. I just thought I'd backtrack yeah. that. But yeah, and then, yeah so eventually so we did get so to Yeah, we got to hammers. Like, I have bad lungs and bad skin in the first place. Like, I'm very sensitive yeah. to that kind of thing. And then COVID absolutely destroyed me. Yeah, like, you were I dead for like... think or breathe for months. months yeah. I still am not the same, oh. like, over a year later. But it was like right after, and smudge pots are like these half propane tank things with like these little chimneys, and you burn old oil and stuff. They're meant to they're 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 meant to burn uh, like kerosene and diesel and stuff. That's that's not what you do at King of the Hammer. That's what yeah I was clarifying. Black. Smoke like it looks like you're driving into like some kind of jank apocalyptic. That's a really good like, way to describe King of the Hammers is a driving into a janky apocalyptic Mad Max yeah, thing. Except where people are just burning ATF, the stinkiest thing you could even imagine. Used gear loop, <laughs> whatever fluids came out of their rock bouncer ATF. that day. I hate that smell. I was trying to sleep in the Tesla. And we parked right by one of these things, <laughs> and the smoke was just coming in, and I just couldn't breathe. And I was in so much chest pain 
And <laughs> I just went home the next day. Yep. Because the Fab Rats were there, and we've like went janking off in the desert with them. You and also so, had something important that you had to do at home, and you hadn't yeah. done the math of how many days we were going to be gone. I do that. <laughs> we a lot. were gone so much longer than I thought. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we were gone a few extra days, but like even like the minimum number of days would have been like nowhere yeah. near enough for your whatever I, important thing you I had to sign. What it was. I was going to just go to the end of the hammer town, they call it, and hitchhike to the airport. But we were talking to the Fab Rats, and they were like, oh, yeah, we, we came, we saw, we're done. And yeah. I was like, really? Are you well, they were there a few days the airport? Yeah. And they were like, yeah. And so I went down with Rory and the Fab Rats, and it was awesome. Rory's great. Hung out with him. And then I was the dirtiest, saddest most sleep-deprived person on the planet. I'd booked the cheapest hotel in Vegas to fly out in the morning. It was like a $60 room. That was like a jank room in the Flamingo. <laughs> yeah, and, and you were I complaining was... about your hotel room while we were freezing at Gambler. You're yeah. sending us videos like, oh, my hotel room's so jank. We're like, dude, it's like 12 <sighs> degrees and we're sleeping in tents with smudge yeah. pots. Ethan, Will, and I were literally covered in sand when you sent that video and you looked like you just like freshly showered. <laughs> we were like, <laughs> we were at like the fourth in and yeah. out place of the trip. Or something. Oh, no, that yeah. was different. That was chick Well, so I was chick in yeah. line to get, you know, my room key and I was just the saddest, like, sad boy you've ever seen and this is before any showers or anything just pure king of the hammers mud and dirt and smudge pot bloodshot eyes <laughs> and i was in line and this lady just looked at me she was like this is your room it's 416 and i was like oh that's not my room but and she was like yeah here's your your room i gave you a free upgrade and i was like oh that's nice but i was like at two percent processing level I get into my room and she gives me like the pimp master oh. suite. Yeah, I remember. Right. complaining. You were sick. Because I, yeah, you said it was a jank hotel. I forgot it was yeah. like the penthouse. It was freaking. It was so nice. Like view of the strip. Like three rooms. Like all these beds. Uh, like yep. that lady hooked it up. That put. I a think smile. that same night we couldn't find a hotel that had multiple beds, so we all slept yeah, in the same. But bed. Somehow I drew the short straw and got <laughs> really? the last shower. And I get to the like where the bed is, and Ethan's all the way on one side, and Will's all the way on the other side. And I was like, "Oh, leaving like, that place, over, leaving Hammers, felt like we had been out there for like years." Yeah, yeah. It, when it was we a left long time. Hammers, I was like, "Oh, like I got back to normal life," and people are like, "Yeah, like they had like a normal two week life," and I was like. It's only been two weeks. So like, it wasn't. We weren't even gone two weeks. Like not like even. It was like a basically a week. Like, I think it, it was eleven like, days. Oh, was it? Okay, yeah, I couldn't remember. It felt yeah. like so. Years. so yeah, yeah. Weeks. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was intense. It was very yeah. next level. But um, you got to be built different for that event. Yeah. Well, well you also had to. Different. Yeah, like not built yeah. For it. sleeping in tents is not the way to hammers. No, like you want a definitely like a trailer van yeah. or RV or some something that has like actual walls. And the dust like and the noise and the smudge pots now. Yeah. Well, and also the only night you were there. No, you were there two nights. The second mm. night we weren't near smudge pots and it was way better. Mm. But like it, we just happened to park in a camp that was just like full of them down in the flats where there's like not as much yeah. wind. And it was like just yeah. drifting. And while you were sleeping in the Tesla with, you know, I mean, I'm sure that with your COVID lungs, it wasn't great. <laughs> but I was in a tent on top of the Tesla with the smudge just going <laughs> right through the tent. I just oh, can't yeah. even believe that you did that. Like, yeah. I don't think I'd be alive today that if was, I did yeah. that. Was, I still think my lungs are built different after that trip. Yeah. 
My lungs apparently are actually just built different because it didn't bother me really that much. I mean, yeah, I was you kind of have. Lot, I was just like, eh. beast mode lung situation. <laughs> I've like, never really understood. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Either. I don't know either. But yeah, yeah. yeah there what was else? Wild... Hammers got wild. Oh, I oh, remember the you guys circle track thing. Oh, that that oh. was entertaining. Oh, what were you say? oh the, at night everyone oh, just yeah. goes so hard, and I was so sad that Edwin couldn't see it because yeah, I was like, yeah. it doesn't hit the same on camera. I am like I have phone that. clips and film of it, but it's like. A whole different experience. Yeah, that was so fun. People are like shooting fireworks at other people. At each other across the ground. Or they're like just shooting them up, but you're in a canyon about this wide. (laughs) So you're on the sides of the canyon and they're just boom, fireworks in your face. I remember Graham being like, wow, Steven always has safety glasses. And I'm like, this is why, man. (laughs) (laughs) That was really funny. I remember editing that video and I was like, holy smokes, I missed the The event. That 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 was why you go to KOH. Because you don't. You don't see much of the racing. It's like a 200-mile course or whatever, 100 miles. I don't know. Yeah. Way out in the desert, you only see, like, one little section of it. So people really go there for the after party at night when people just go bang up back door. <laughs> it's the <laughs> name of the obstacle is back door. Yeah. And the other one's called Chocolate Thunder. Those are the two oh. main event, like, night-wheeling places. <laughs> that is yeah. way more fun watching that in yeah. the race. But we did kind of, like, run across the racetrack a Oh, we got bit. to, we got to see some perfect. really that cool parts That was way more fun because yeah. that was cool. The we got, like... they have you watch is, like... The, well, it's... Yeah, I mean, the main spot closest to yeah. camp. But where... Um, that was with the guy from Car and Driver. Um, and his name was Jason. He, um... He had like a media pass, and so we hopped in his truck and went out to like a back corner of the uh, track where no one was, was and fun. it was just really chill. Like there was no people, literally like four people that we walked past, and then nobody. And it was and cool because cool yeah, and there was like a truck every like five to ten minutes or yeah. so. So we're and just so chilling like, and then yeah. watching the trucks come that, through. That was actually a cool part. Yeah. yeah, I take away overall for me, even though I left early, it was a good life experience i wish i would have stayed one more day to see the like crazy night wheeling yep. shenanigans like overall i'd say it's a good life experience would would you yeah. guys say the same or? Uh, yeah no 100 percent. i mean i don't, I don't know about steven, steven. Nah, steven probably wouldn't no i'll never go there again yeah. <laughs> well if maybe we would also, have to pay steven a lot extra be, to go there we'd be more prepared yeah, next time too we're getting into i would yeah. go to king of the hammers again yeah that was a fun place i would too but i wouldn't try particularly hard to go again like, having seen it once, I don't particularly yeah. feel like I need to... See, it's not the type of thing I need to feel like I need to see again. I yeah. would go if, like, we were going with some friends or we had, like, a, a sponsor or or even if we just had, like, a vehicle that made sense to actually take there or something. Yeah. But, like, yeah. just as a spectator thing, I think, even for me, which I'm into off-roading way more than the rest of you guys, like, yeah. even for me, it was like, okay, I saw that. Don't need to see it again. Yeah. I hear like, that from most people that go. Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I went once. It was, that it was or interesting. It's their entire yeah. identity. And they'll spend life. all year preparing, preparing just, just for that. It's a lot yeah. like Burning Man people. Yeah. Like the Burning Man people are like, I've never been, but they're like, this is my life. This is what I'm preparing for. Like when I was DJing in Florida, there was people that were like working on their light installation all year round. Like yep. they lived in a barn and they didn't care at all about anything else except making something Aww. really cool for Burning Man. Yep. Yeah, yeah, King of the Hammers is kind of that. It's just the ultra redneck version with yeah. really silly trucks. So here's yeah. the thing, though, really cool is like King of the Hammers is a cool event. It just gets bigger every single year. Oh, there was yeah. like, what, 110,000 people? Uh, there I don't know. 100? We heard a bunch of numbers. I heard 80, 100. Like it was somewhere many. near 100,000 people. Yeah. So like lot. Gambler, to me, is like the peak of what those events can be. 
and that's like as big as yeah. like I'd I'd want to do something yeah, like, like that. Because gambler's a lot of fun. Six well, thousand. It, it's not yeah, overwhelming yeah, in the same way. <laughs> and gambler's a lot more chill. Like yeah. in, in its own way. I mean, if gambler's super rowdy, but the people tend to be the very The thing friendly. is, like gambler is at like a baseline and like Edwin and I, for example, were able to bring that up. At King of the Hammers, you can't bring the level up. Yeah. Like it's You're just max. at max level and it's full well, jammed yeah. as Will would say. And, yeah, and, and there's plenty jammed. of there's plenty of great people there, but there's also a lot of really aggressive people. Mean like we people. just drove near this guy's camp at like one mile an hour trying to find our way through somewhere with the Tesla. He just came out screaming at us. Just yeah. like absolutely pissed, yelling yeah. at us because You'd we never drove. Get that at Gambler? Yeah, no. we just drove at one mile an hour between his fire pit and his trailer that were like forty-eight feet apart. Yeah, there was nothing in there. It was just like fire pit way over there, trailer way over there, and we drove between them because that's where it made sense to drive. And he just came out screaming. He's like, he's like, you hit my dog. No, he's like, I'm gonna come through and run over your dog. Like, yeah, he oh, was yeah. just run he's over like, your dog. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Oh. My goodness! Like, lost his anyway, the point is one of the more jank things that happened. Remember, I brought my little razor bike that I just like modded oh, to go like yeah. sixty miles an hour. It's like a little Walmart bike. Uh, that was also with an electrode co kit. Yep. And this guy was like, oh, Ralph. I really want to try yeah. it." Yeah. And like, I don't know why I thought he knew how to ride dirt bikes or I'd ridden dirt bikes before. You keep doing this. Yeah, I just letting like, people <laughs> ride your psycho bikes without. Yeah. I just vetting like, them. And I always tell them, like, it's unassuming. It will loop. Like, I always tell people, because yep. it doesn't make sound, so you don't think yep. it's that powerful. That's true. And then I just remember seeing this guy jank down the hill at, like, maximum velocity yeah. without a helmet. And I was like, oh, no. And he just oh, smashed his face. Pop, 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 yeah, he got pop, the pop. death wobble. He was yeah. holding in the front brake in the dust, which is not what you do. Nope. Mm. Yep. Yeah, he, he had like this big bandage the next day. I didn't see the crash. I just saw him yeah. with the yeah. bandage. His like, face was like peeled down a couple inches. Yeah. He was built He was after stoked about too. it, though, too. He was like, oh, yeah. I don't mind. Yeah. Like, he was just like really stoked to be hanging out with us and stuff. <laughs> I was like, I... Yeah, it was, yeah. That was... That's when I decided to not let people ride my little bikes. Yeah, yeah, those little bikes are psychotic. Yeah. And then we went trundling out into the desert with Fab Rats and unfortunately broke the Colonel and the Camaro. Mm. Oh, I gotta hit those whoops on the Camaro. No, that just, was yeah. the last bah, thing bah, bah, the Camaro bah, bah, bah. ever oh, did, pretty dude. much. Those... <laughs> That's I wish when you, you could have started on your middle aged back meme. Yeah. I wish you could have driven the colonel in those whoops because, like, yeah. or maybe not. I mean, you might have just, you know, ended. But <laughs> the, it was insane because they're, they're full size whoops that people, like, don't yeah. hit very fast in, like, pretty built trucks. I mean, super built trucks, they'll just blast through them. Yeah. In the colonel, which is, like, four feet long, I mm. was just, I, I don't know. I, was, I didn't have a speedometer of any kind, but I was probably doing, like, 45, 50 miles an hour. Just, whoa, 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 just that. Cruising and over I was the top trying of the to keep up with Ethan. This I know. Is I was like, don't try to keep up. And I see Will back there, just like, boom, boom, <laughs> <laughs> they come out. Before which I has under, like didn't understand three inches of suspension <laughs> yeah. at most. Yeah, and they're Amazon. They're like eighty dollar Fox or not, like Amazon Air Shocks. Right? Yeah, they're Amazon yeah. Air Shocks. They're not even for mountain 80. bikes. They're like. 40 bucks a piece. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And they've got that like an inch of My travel. back and has never felt the same after that event. Yep. Oh, that was man. that was a good time. Yeah, yeah that was fun. That was awesome. Was a good time. Yeah, yeah. I, I would definitely go back, but I'd choose to like have a little bit more of a plan of where to camp. And, and have to have a trailer. Yeah, have, have some sort of an enclosed <laughs> space to be and or just be outside of where everyone else is. Like to camp. We were yeah. just right in the middle of everything and that's just not the move. And then also go with somebody. Like, hang out with Fab Rats was the most fun we had there. Yeah. So, like, organize and go 
like we kind of did that to go hang out with Max Powell, but then like some of the people he was hanging out with were their maximum smudge pot bros, and we didn't <laughs> want to be anywhere near that, so we left. Yeah, and then they left somewhere else. Like, and I think the key you know, to that event, to having fun at that event, is not to do things like before. We had just like so much. Oh yeah, going we on. that was the, uh, we, we had way too much tired. stuff when we got there. Yeah, and then we got there. Yeah. And you like, got to be well rested <sighs> when you get to KOH. Yeah, yeah, but, but yeah. And then after KOH, we immediately went where? To San Fran? Uh, we went, no, we went just straight to LA. Oh, yeah. Um, we did get a night in a hotel. Was that the night we had that to share the bed? That might have been the night we all had to yeah. share the bed. I didn't know that And Steven did not even get to go under the covers at all. I didn't want to. You guys you still looked a little king of the hammered. And I was like, <laughs> do you yeah. sleep at the foot of the bed no, like I a dog? in my clothes. On top of the covers between them, like a little barrier. <laughs> yeah, it was hilarious. Barrier. Yeah. yeah, it was Whoa. nice. Well, they I both showered first. Yeah. yeah, so they both claimed dibs, and I had to crawl in, and I overheat really easy, like <laughs> at night especially, and I didn't really want to be like snuggled up with two dudes. So I was yeah. like, all right, I'm leaving my hoodie on. I'm going right in the middle. <laughs> and I just slept like a mummy, like I always do. Yeah, I've seen yeah. you do that so many times. I can do that anywhere. And then, yeah. You've slept in the back of my yeah. Subaru while I was drifting yeah. down a mountain. And then right after that, Will has a good one of when you guys took the Tesla through the Mojave Trail. Oh, Will yeah. had oh, an yeah. experience in oh, your truck. Yeah, so just to, to continue the timeline there. So we spent that night in the hotel, and then we went and spent a night at Mike Stansworth's Mike's shop, which was super fun. We were kept, slept in the Tesla again, and he was just mm -hmm. super nice guy, really you know, good times. And then the next day we hung out there, or maybe we spent two nights at his place. I don't remember, but... Then we went and did Hoonigan, just like a drive-by Hoonigan. Yeah. So we drove through LA, got to Hoonigan, filmed, and then left, and then just drove way out into the desert to the start of where we were going to start the Mojave Trail, and got there at, like, super late, like 2 in the morning or something? Yeah, 1 or 2 in the morning. Yeah, And then yeah. You that's when Will starts We to set shine. up that time yeah. lapse that Edwin forgot to use. Yep. My favorite Steven time and I lapse stayed up. of all like, time. It was, like, again, like... 12 degrees out there. Super cold. It was cold. so cold. I didn't use it Two in the video. The no, no, you forgot. Wait, like, you didn't put it in the video at all. Shucks. You used it in a later video because we reminded you, but... Oh. Um, but yeah, anyway. Yeah, the star time lapse of the, With the, the Tesla, Tesla roof. The slider. That was yeah. cool. And then we had to wake up at like five in the morning to get up for sunrise and go shoot with Jason from Car and Driver. He did get some amazing shots that morning. Yeah, all those that ones with the dirt so flinging yeah. through the tires. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, and then Will's part of the story starts yeah, so because... you guys... You Will guys, was in the truck. Yep. I was in the truck. Yeah, I was driving the truck around. You built different all by yourself. Yeah, I was all by myself. I can't believe Ethan let me do that. Like, I mean, I wouldn't <laughs> let me just have a truck to drive around in the mountains, you know? Well, but. I mean, the plan was just we were going to go through <laughs> a section of the trail and come back out to the highway... <laughs> And Will was going to stay with the truck so that he could meet us there or something. Something to that effect. Yeah. It was pretty basic. Well, so after like the first four hours of no response, I decided that I was just going to go around. And so I went to this coffee shop, got some coffee, and I met people because I had all the cool toys on the back, you know? And um, he, he, he's later said, I had a grind hard meet in the I Starbucks did. parking lot. Literally, <laughs> I had like at least five people all around. And I was like, okay, you want to hear the Colonel start up? Didn't start up, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and that's before I was well known of working with Grindhard. So they're just like, "Who is this man? Yeah, who's what this random kid things? with all the Grindhard machines?" Yeah. So I was just having a blast, just one wheeling in the desert. Like I was out there so long by myself, just building sandcastles. Did like, you like help a man recover? Yeah. yeah. So I'm out there on my one wheel in the desert, just. Like through the dirt, like traveling far out into the desert, 
not a smart idea. Now that I know how one wheels work, like that thing could have died and I could have gotten stuck out. <laughs> and they're pretty heavy to but carry. But I figured yeah. out if you air it down to like almost de-beating the tire, mm-hmm. you can just cruise over the sand. That's when it shines yeah. in the sand. So I was cruising out there and there was just this BMW out in the distance and I pulled up to him. Like he had like the stars on his roof you know oh like the bugattis yeah like the bugattis but it was like a weird shafty bmw (laughs) and he had been driving out there i don't know why and he just was like driving out in the desert in this rear wheel drive automatic bmw and he dug himself so deeply into the dirt and so i just sat out there like unshoveling him from the dirt and putting like max tracks under it and stuff and i went back to the truck got the green bike went back I was like, we're going to get you out. Got him out and drove his BMW with him in it to a road. And I was like, never go on the sand again. That is a bad idea. (laughs) (laughs) It's so weird, Will, you being the one telling someone to not do something. Especially in regards to cars. Yeah, so he offered me some of his uh, package of stuff. And I was like, no. But... I'll take 10 bucks. <laughs> Are you serious? And he gave me 10 bucks, and I went back and got another coffee. And then, like, waited for you guys for, like, so much longer. It was yeah. insane. That was amazing because the first thing I saw when I came out of the desert, like, I was a little bit ahead of Ethan because the Tesla had broke down. We'll get to that part in a second. Yeah. But, yeah, I just see Will out in the desert, and it's all dusty. It's, like, cinematic. It's, like, sunset, and there's, like, this atmosphere in the air and he's just walking with a one wheel out of the desert with the <laughs> light on. It looked like a scene from like star yeah, Wars or something. Died. Like I, my second run out. Cause I was like, maybe I'll find something else to do. So I drove <laughs> out far into the desert and didn't have phone service. And then all of a sudden the, the little one wheel just dug its nose into the sand. And I was like, no. Yeah. I just remember seeing Ethan's truck sitting there and I'm like, where is Will? How could he possibly be gone? And you're just like half a mile out in the desert, like walk of shame with the one wheel. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was a good time. Yeah, that was, that was the day we drove the Tesla through a giant puddle of water, um, yeah. you know, trying to get the shot. And we did drive through the puddle very easily and successfully. It's not a puddle, man. I That's know. A, I, I like to say lake. puddle because it's funny. It was a small, pu- it was a pond. It was a, it was a over the windshield water yes. situation. And that's the problem is that I drove through very slowly and cautiously the first time. We watched Graham drive through with his tires that were, you know, taller than the car. And we're like, okay, it's not that deep. So I drove through and it just went so smoothly. I was like, wow, that the Tesla just no problem right through that water. But the thing is we went there to f- get that shot going through the water. And then we were going to turn around and go through a different section. So I had to drive back through the water. And on the way back through, I was so confident from the time before and everybody was shooting it coming back through. So I was like, oh, it'll look really cool. If I go a little faster, we'll have a little more of a wave. It'll be like, mm-hmm. you know, a really oh, cool nice. shot. Uh, and the water was so deep, it was coming over the hood and halfway up the windshield from the bow wave, like surging over the front of the car. And um, the Tesla made it all the way through the water and it pulled just out up onto the sand and then it died. Kaboosh. Then and it then it was a, a brick. Line. It was, yeah, I did. And then I did slack line because we towed it out with. Did a picture of it in the lake ever get in the magazine? Yeah. And yeah, I think that yeah, was in car and driver. Yeah, of the water, like yeah, but yeah. that was just like a big puddle. Is that the actual lake, though? Yeah, yeah. Oh uh, well, the one of it splashing—that yeah. was a puddle. You're right. Oh, no, okay. I think there's one of it there's in the lake because oh, okay, that good. was part of his story. Is that like we were trying to do this thing and then we, yeah, shreked it, failed. 
Um, <laughs> yeah. And then we sat there for many hours trying to fix it and talking to Ryan, the Tesla engineer guy that we'd met the day before or uh, no, the week before that at King of the Hammers. Yeah. Um, and he gave us all sorts of ideas of things to try, but in the end it was just, um, it was just a brick. That's the only time and that I'm glad I was the support vehicle. <laughs> that was amazing because their experience, they're like, we had to share like rations out next no, to a it train wasn't track that man. Bad. And I was like, we did take oh, a nap no. out there because yeah. one of Graham's guys that works for him went and got, um, went and got us food and it was uh, more in and out. Wasn't it? I think it, it, sure was it was. It was in and out. <laughs> Unfortunately, but I mean, at the time we were really hungry, so it wasn't, but, um, he went to get jumper cables mainly cause there was a theory that the 12 volt battery on the Tesla had uh, mm. failed from the water. Yeah. And the theory was if we jumpered it from a regular car, it might wake back up. Tesla's but, are picky about the 12 oh, gosh. volts. So is that the, uh, last big trip with the truck? Um, no, no, you remember we did the, the Unimog. next one? We did the Let's Unimog hear trip. It. The Unimog was its last yeah, trip, Unimog. and that wasn't a super big one. But there was also picking up the Ranger. That and was the probably Ranger. Tell the story of picking up the Ranger. I like how you tell that story. Hmm. Well, I mean, that was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> that but. was like, oh, that was actually, yeah, that would have been, that was before King of the Hammers. That yeah. was between, Yeah. that was yeah. right after Holly Let's High Voltage. Hear it, Will. Well, basically, we had to lie to get a U-Haul, and- I have a couple videos of me lying. I've filmed myself lying to the U-Haul places before because it's hey, funny. we didn't have to lie at all. We, we told just told him we were getting a Ford Ranger. Yeah, we didn't tell him it had, like, military axles and stuff. We didn't tell him it was a 6x6, six six, but they didn't ask, did they? Yeah. So we weren't lying. We were just leaving out important information. We, we tell these people a white lie. We get the trailer in Seattle, right? Uh, Tacoma, I Tacoma, think. Tacoma, yeah. So we drove all the way down there, picked up a trailer drive to this man's house and this guy has like he's really weird he was trying to get a hold of me or he was getting a hold of me at holly high voltage remember that's yeah. where we found yeah that's what uh-huh. we, we were we were eating breakfast with rich yeah. from rich rebuild his first time talking on the phone with this guy he hangs up and he's like nope not gonna happen this guy's not gonna yeah, sell we, us you his guys truck were like really into it and i called him and he was yeah. like so janky and i was like this man we're we're never yeah. getting this truck and he did actually not want to sell it he yeah, tried we to got buy there it back he, from us immediately well we got there and he was like as we're signing the paperwork and giving him cash he's like yeah i don't know if i want to sell it i'm like man, we have the title man we just finished signing yeah, the title yeah. like so he had like on our test drive, this man drove us through a neighbor's yard into the trees, broke our tail light. Yeah, broke like, the tail light out on a tree. It, he's like, that's like me essentially like taking Was he a just car. rear steering through the yeah, woods? Yeah, he was like, like watch this. Yeah, and then he backed into, or he hit a tree with the tail light. Yeah, he's like, oh. And then oh. just cruises into this, ra- Random what we yard. think is just like someone's yard, his neighbor. Turns out it's like his daughter's house or something. So yeah. like, but so, but still we just wrecked his like daughter's under house her the clothesline. Like, this is <laughs> 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 we we're like, oh my god! Like, what the double? And this guy lives in like a pretty nice house. Oh, very like, nice house. Yeah, he's like excavators and stuff, and you know, cool things that you would have. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, now he calls me every single month. Asking to buy that car back. Well, he's going to be excited because we are going to sell it. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Well, he's got a bid on the auction. There will be you an auction just, soon. Dude, tell him about the auction. He'll yeah. bid so high to get that truck yeah, back. I'll tell him like right when the auction goes on live, yeah. and I'll be like, yeah. "Hey, look, 
you can get this truck back. Yeah, that was one of the sketchier. It's nowhere. Near, it's not particularly close to the sketchiest time that I was towing it with was that truck, but it was the second time sketchiest time towing. Because we put that six by six on a U-Haul trailer, and it is a whole axle longer than a normal car. So yeah. it was hanging so off. So the ramps on U-Haul trailers slide into it, and so we just slid the ramps out for the rear axle to sit on. So uh, if you know anything about trailer weight distribution, that's really bad. Really the, bad. <laughs> we were going like 35 on the little curvy road to get back to the highway, and it was like speed wobbling at that speed. So at that point, we took the box of spare parts, which was a large box, and we strapped it all the way. We took it from the bed of the Ranger, where it had been, all the way to the tongue of the trailer, and ratchet strapped it down to the tongue of the trailer. Which, and we took the tailgate off. Like we took every bit of weight we could get it from the back and help. strapped it to the front. It helped I immensely. You sent me a video at a gas station, and you were like removing the tailgate and yep. putting it on the tongue and all this stuff. I was like, "What the heck are they even yeah. doing?" There was like well, a box of weird yeah. spare parts, and you were like scooting up yep. the box and i was like how is it so jank that moving the box of spare parts it is made changing? an enormous it difference allowed us to go like 65. 55 60 yeah. yeah 60 was pretty sketchy it started speed wobbling at yeah, 60 terrifying um <laughs> yeah the whole trailer would just shimmy and Which that, that was want. speed wobbles on a loaded trailer with a six by six ford ranger on it yeah it's horrifying and we man. drove just like 20 <laughs> hours straight too we didn't sleep Nope. Just drove nonstop. If I didn't know how many sketchy situations you put yourself in, I really would feel bad now after this podcast. Will loves those trips. I sketchy. love trips. Yeah. Like Every that. time we it's do all it, he wants to do because yeah. it's always Will and I doing these like really super weird. long yeah. road trips to pick up weird stuff, yeah. and yeah. every time Will just like absolutely loves it. Yeah, I love and I mean, picking up. I've learned machines. to do less sleep deprivation. Like when we bought the golf cart. Yeah, yeah. We were like, we're just slept. gonna sleep. It's not worth it driving great. all night, and that was amazing. Did Will actually sleep though? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He oh, slept yeah. way more than I did. We yeah. tried a similar thing when we did the uh, the eBay Motors shoot at the Rubicon. They were like, "Oh yeah, we'll get the hotel before we yeah, do the event." But then Will were, and I—that's because you were there. Yeah. Oh, Will and I feed off of each Dude, other's When bad Will's ideas. with just me, he's a lot more responsible. Uh-huh. You and Will together are the maximum level of swindly. You just—you're like. Um, Captain two different Jack. two different frequency waves that create an interference pattern where they just amplify each other and get massively yeah, yeah that's uh-huh. you guys where where like you know a, yeah. a bridge will just be like woo yeah. in the wind and then it'll just the bridge will we explode because the wind is too strong Captain Jack Cactus Jack story uh, oh yeah, that, that's Cactus should, Jack I don't think you've told your girlfriend about Cactus Jack. No, so I what I'm thinking yeah. is, is we have her on the podcast when you get back I'll and then we her tell her about Cactus, about Cactus Jack. Jack. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's not a truck. I mean, that's exactly. a, your dad's truck story. That so that's, we'll that's different that's another time. But yeah. remind us in the comments if we go too many podcasts yeah. without telling the Cactus Jack you would, story. You guys literally would not believe. Yeah, you guys will would not, not believe. believe at all. Jank things happen in small town America. Yeah, very that is crazy. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so, I mean, that pretty much covers most of the trips we did in that truck, at least all the memorable ones. And then mm-hmm. the last one was picking up the Unimog, where it barely made it home. Barely. We yeah, like- that was another jank pickup, though. I remember editing that video, and yeah. I'm like, this guy's just <laughs> janking the Unimog through the trees. Yep. Yeah. He's we just were like racing hopping. his Unimog friend, and they're like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, racing Unimogs. We're like going like 20 miles an hour, and I feel like we're like in some severe, like... Yeah film or something with this guy <laughs> there's two types of buying things i think is how it works out so if you're buying a car that's supposed to be kind of nice 
you show up, the person's going to have it freshly washed, like covering stuff up, like, you know, trying to get the best price possible. When you're buying grind hard projects, they want their last chance to use it before giving yeah, it to it you. It certainly seems that way. Yeah, yeah, the Unimog guy didn't want to sell it have either. To sell it, yeah. not because they want to sell it, because these are custom crafted <laughs> machines. This man put a minivan on a Unimog <laughs> chassis, and that is exactly what he wanted. And well, he, did he didn't. Not he actually bought it. it that way. Weirdly, really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he bought it <laughs> with the minivan already on it so much. He was like. I couldn't really afford a real Unimog, so I bought this man <laughs> Unimog. Yeah, he was like, and he was like, yeah, I'm moving into an apartment, so I can't keep it because I don't know where to park it. Like, yeah. it was, I mean, I, that was actually kind of sad. I felt like, really he, bad. Yeah, for I felt them. bad. Like, he had to sell it. The, the Ranger guy, like, I don't know why he sold it if he didn't want to, because, like, he did not need the money. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was a lifestyle for them. They're like, me and my family use our Unimogs to buy build dirt fences around our property so people can't <laughs> see us. And I was well, like, oh, that is sad. Like, that man didn't man have is... a family, but other yeah. than that, it was a fairly yeah, accurate story. I mean, he had kind of a family that like well, his roommate, the yeah. Unimog. The, did you realize that that guy's, it was his roommate? <laughs> they both had Unimogs. One of them was a really, actually that was a FLU 4, 419. The, 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 the one with the yeah. um, excavator and stuff on it, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was his roommate. <laughs> yeah, so I bet they got along great. They clearly did. They did. They built dirt fences. Yep. He had a, he had an altercation with his neighbor, so he just built a giant berm of dirt yeah. all the way around, so nobody could. They like. Complain. I remember when Will got back the day like I hadn't seen the Unimog yet, but I'd already talked to Will about it somehow, and I was like, "Oh yeah, how was that?" And Will was like. You would not believe, man. <laughs> it was this man built a reverse moat with his Unimog. I was like, what's a reverse moat? You're like, you know, like a sound barrier. Like, <laughs> a sound barrier. I'm like, well, what happened? Because I'm like, I didn't know that his neighbor had one with the Yeah, the with the, the backhoe thing, yeah. And so I was like, this man built a reverse moat <laughs> with a minivan Unimog? I was like, that sounds premium, dude. Yeah. And, I was like, he's like, yeah, you need a ladder to get into it and all this stuff. And he was like, I was, I was in the back and the propane tank was ratchet strapped to the back of the minivan, but I wasn't, man. I was getting <laughs> knocked all around the back of this minivan, so I didn't really film that much. And yeah. then I was like, what do you mean? And then I saw the footage and it's like, bam, bam. <laughs> I'm, like, yeah. I'm like, Will actually oh. getting tossed and tumbled in the back of a minivan Unimog holding a camera, just like, yoink, <laughs> yoink. Yeah. So hard. Yep, that was pretty entertaining. That was fun though. Yeah. But yeah. the truck barely made it. At well, that and point. then we drove it straight to Mountain Mafia because they were having an event that weekend, and we thought it'd be funny to just show up with a Unimog minivan. Yeah. But then we didn't stay because Will yeah. had like a family emergency family thing. Well, emergency. girlfriend's family emergency. But um, yeah. So and then on the way back from <laughs> trying to get home from from Mountain Mafia is when the truck just barely made it. Oh. And that's when that's when I that's when I gave up on that. Well, not, I mean. I was I had already ordered my Tundra at that point, but mm -hmm. yeah, uh, that's yeah. when I just parked it and I was like, I don't care. I'm not putting energy into it. Like even if I fixed everything, it's worth like a little more. So I just sold yeah. it for fifteen hundred bucks and on it on. went. Well, and it's still your, being used. You got your money out of it. <laughs> yeah, and the legacy yeah. lives on. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I got like five, six years of use out of it for 
uh, $1,700 and never put tires on it. See, so. that's the kind of situation I'm trying to get into, but the used car market is fire right it's now. not what it used to way. be. Yeah. Like, you know, people are like, oh, it's a dumpster fire. fire. Yeah. You dump, there you go. It's like, oh, this truck is fully Shrek housed and it's got all these Shrek things and it costs almost as much as a new truck. Yeah. That's why I bought a new truck instead of a used truck. <laughs> that's exactly why. You could just get and into That's exactly Subarus. why I've been daily driving a falling apart Tesla for two years. <laughs> yep. Ah, oh, what a legacy. Yep. Yeah. A legacy of the old Chevy. That it's was so funny going through and just telling all the stories of one vehicle because <laughs> it really makes me realize that every day that we have is just so jank. We also skipped over entirely going to Moab with it. Yeah, like that was like every single there's so day many trips is just so jank. Like everything is breaking and smashing and crashing and janking. Well, and I mean, we're just always doing extreme stuff with very uh, one-off, untested vehicles. Yeah, so I really like, want to push that to the extreme, though. I feel like we could go a lot harder on that front. Like mm -hmm. worse vehicles in even more extreme environments. Steven and I will be sitting in the nice warm uh, shop no. having tea and, and, and I don't crafting know, donuts the or monster chopper. Crafting yeah. the monster chopper yeah. while you and Will are out there doing the miserable things. I was Will thinking, and I talked about a lot. We're I was probably going to say the same thing. We're on the same okay. wavelength like you well, were talking about. I know what you're thinking, but I was thinking, <laughs> what if we made like the red car into the like the limousine and then we could take them too? What? Oh, like two red cars trips? combined. Yeah. And then we could do 200 miles yeah, with a double length red I don't think if you made it bigger, we still wouldn't go. We'd just make it long, and I could use my metal shaping skills that I've been developing and build like a middle yeah. section to it. Be amazing. That would be during. I, I mean, it would be hilarious to see you make that into a limo, <laughs> but you know how bad it would be? Think of how bad it already is off road. Now imagine it. Longer. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It is it absolutely. You broke the axle in half four miles into your trip, and then you broke the steering one mile after that, and then you broke everything. By 46 miles into extremely easy terrain, you broke the entire car. <laughs> it's not good off road. Here's yeah, what you need exactly to do right now. The lens that I see it yeah, through, no, no. I see it as. No other machine could have possibly done, done what, we what we did, did. to that thing. Never. <laughs> Literally Ever. every single machine that we own mm. other than that could have done that. This is what we kind of talked about a lot while Like we if you were tried going. to do that 46 miles in the golf cart, you would have been done in six minutes. Well, okay, I don't think anything would have gone that slow in... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let me <laughs> think it's of, all about perspective, honestly. It's, and the perspective no. while you're driving that is, I can't even believe that this is moving right yeah. now. Yeah, but no, I, I get that hours straight. Yeah. It's amazing. That is amazing. I do get... There's nothing that bad that you could do that terrain with the way In that... Because there's it. nothing that bad In places existence. people could barely walk on. We One tested might say that not theory. even walk. Yeah. Uh -huh. I fell. Edwin was slipping like... Yeah, traction, like and I was believe. just driving right up. So we became became convinced convinced that the move is to do serious projects sometimes, but then very extreme, very not serious projects the other times, while you're doing very premium projects because 
the as long as card? as long as the ridiculous projects don't become the majority. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, and as long as you guys don't kill yourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, that's, that's fine. The thing. These little drank things from Alibaba take like six months to get, so we can only do a handful a year. Yeah, yeah but we that's always fine. need the next one cooking yeah. because it's like. We just had so much fun. So yeah. much fun. If it hadn't been miserable cold winter, like, I, I, I can see why you guys wanted to do that I trip. I think it made it more fun. It was yeah. more fun. I don't, like, I'm yeah. not I was that. like 50-50 on going with you guys, but when I saw how prepared you were, I was like, yeah. yeah. My yeah. sleeping That's bag the, was soaked. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, tire yeah. plugs and not a tire blower air. upper machine. No air. Good job. You guys exactly. should turn that into a convertible. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, we have better yeah, plans. Better yeah, plans. so are, are you going to tell us your plans for that now, or is that going to be a different podcast? No, absolutely. No, we won't tell you the, like, full plan, but in the meantime, I'm cruising Alibaba, and I found these axles that oh, have yeah, so you sent pivots, that so you can convert them to front wheel, or to four-wheel drive. Right. So I'm thinking we buy six of those and make it a premium little six-by-six six situation. You mean you buy three of them? Three yes. axles. Yeah. 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 Three so axles. Places you could not even imagine. Yeah. Not even. Well, climb. actually, I mean, e-axle six by six would be really easy because each axle has its own drive yeah, exactly. mode built in. There's so no drive lines. You could make it six wheel way. steer too if you really wanted to. Yeah, that's the idea. But the legacy will not end there. Then in the spring, certain things may occur, may occur. that may happen. would be very nice and then <laughs> that is the end of the legacy of the uh, well it's um, all very safe and respectful it's also all um assuming that people actually watch the videos because we haven't released a single video on that yet so, so there is so a chance watching could just please watch the video don't watch the just tank videos <laughs> we don't want any more tank a hundred in a row and then just leave it playing on like your laptop when you're at work that yeah would increase our uh, numbers please yeah because there's certain things that don't exactly need to be discussed at this stage yeah that not do at need this to stage of planning so uh-huh yep. it always concerns me when you guys talk this way well it should because sometimes we say ideas like today at lunch, hit Ethan with the latest and greatest. No, absolutely not. I believe was the quote. <laughs> and if we told you our idea for the red car, it would, it would be, be tenfold that. It would that. be so much worse. Our idea is physically possible within the We've realm We've done of our physics. calculations. I don't believe you remotely. <laughs> I don't believe you even a little bit. Do you remember the watercraft that you tried to build? That no, would I mean, never I don't have think. floated, and you guys were convinced that it would. I don't recall, but I, I do recall that. someone's kid coming up here who was like a six-year-old. who He was four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was four. This four-year-old pointed at our watercraft, and he's like, what's that? And what did he say? <laughs> You're like, oh, it's our... I was like, oh, that can drive on the land and the water. And he was like, oh... I don't, he did not like it at all. And he, he, he like, said, I don't, I don't really, think it'll float. Yeah, like, he's I don't think four and he float. knows it won't yeah. float. Well, it would float it's, by itself. And I tried to explain to him, I was like, well, you see, like, the, the tubes will, like, float in. And he was like, I, there's not enough tubes there to float. I know. And I was like, <laughs> that oh, made no. my day because I did the rough calculations. And with the weight of a medium-sized rider... It, you would have needed like 37 more feet of the Did tubes you, for it to float. 37 <laughs> feet more? Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm telling you. You guys do your... 
quote unquote calculations, but they're based on unicorn math. It's not real math. Well, I've seen a kid floating on one of those on the internet, so I thought we could easily make something that We got to put that picture up, because when you showed me that, Will, you had me convinced that Edwin showed you that picture. <laughs> no, I showed Edwin That's that That's the picture. other thing. When your guys' plans go horribly wrong, nobody will take credit for it. You're both like, oh, oh well, that was Will's fault. Well, he just, no, that was Edwin's fault. No. Edwin just didn't. Uh, he Did just we not describe this on the podcast before? What? I guess we haven't, have we? Oh, your terrible watercraft yeah. thing? Yeah, the, this the is watercraft what happened. Very cool. This we is this is when I had surgery. Okay. And I was Well, well now <laughs> you have Will and I together. We'll give it to you straight. It is a collaboration of bad ideas. All the ideas, like the twenty four hour challenge, they're yeah. all our ideas. Ethan yes. was going on vacation and that's when we do our dumbest ideas because we can get away with it without anyone telling us that it's so dumb we shouldn't do it. Uh-huh. And so that go-kart right there, Will already had. I was like, let's put big tires on that Mamma Jamma so it floats, and then it'll be the amphibious go-kart video. Yep. Which I don't think you would have had a problem with. You would have let us do that. Uh, no, I wouldn't have had a problem with that, but you would have needed dramatically really bigger big. tires, and they wouldn't actually fit on that. And, I mean, there's problems with it, but I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. we'd basically space it out and put it on, like, Honda Odyssey-sized tires is what I was thinking. Rear tires. You'd need a lot bigger than that. Yeah. Oh, that's what I said. Sunk. Yeah. Well, that's what I yeah. said. Yeah. I said, Will. we're going to put this in the water and it's going to no, sink, and I don't want it. That is not what you yes, said. Uh, this I said. Yeah, this is what he told you that he didn't actually say. What did Will I say? said, I don't want to get that go-kart in the water because it's premium, and I don't want it to rust. That's fair. That is what you said. You yeah. didn't say that my idea wouldn't work. You said that you didn't want to crust our premium. Yeah, because I said it would just probably not. Like, it will probably just or it'll get down wet. into the water and get wet. Yeah. Yeah. But mm -hmm. he did not think it would sink. So he sent me a picture <laughs> of a disabled child <laughs> on a Home Depot raft. That's a bunch of plumbing <laughs> pipe. <laughs> he was floating on the raft, but it was like thin plumbing pipe. It was like, what if we build a custom craft with the Grom engine that had bigger plumbing pipe? And then I was like, yeah, it could be like build your own amphibious go-kart at Home Depot. I uh -huh. saw the title, the thumbnail. Yeah. We were going to buy a kiddie pool and then put the go-kart floating in the kiddie pool in the Home Depot parking lot. And then once I had the thumbnail in my head, you can talk me into anything yeah. if it looks good on a thumbnail. So uh -huh. I will admit, I did we, talk this man into doing this. Once he added in his Dude, head. when I got back, Will made it seem like the entire thing was your <laughs> idea, and he just didn't want to well, be Ethan part of it. Was like, Ethan was so mad. He was like, what is this? And I was like, I don't I wasn't, know. I wasn't so much <laughs> mad as I just could not believe that you had... Built something that bad. That we wasted a week, basically. Oh, like, you spent an entire week building the worst thing I've ever seen. And not only that, but you guys also used up every single piece of, like, eighth-inch steel we had to make two wheel adapters. I will post a picture. We weren't going to share this publicly. I will post a picture of it on our Instagram when this podcast comes uh, out. It's... it's Oh no! Stephen was Stephen. Stephen and I joke about this stuff a lot, and Stephen was texting me <laughs> while I was recovering from surgery, <laughs> and he's like, "Dude, I don't want to, you know, make you too worried, but you will not believe how bad this thing is." He's like, <laughs> "It is so much worse than you can imagine." 
I wanted to set the scene that way when Ethan got here and it wasn't the worst thing that he imagined. And you guys were like, keeping okay, it all secret okay. and then I get home and it's just in the middle of my driveway. So I can't even park my truck <laughs> in the middle of my driveway. I'm like, it really? It broke down over there. <laughs> no, it didn't. It was on jack stands. It weighs 100 pounds. You could have pushed it into the shed. It'd be all secret if they had it out there in the middle of the driveway so that the silicone would dry that he'd like halfway waterproof the wiring harness with. The thing is, I think Stephen was always concerned because we were going to surprise Stephen on camera. I figured it out in in Home Depot. As soon as you guys started buying that sewer pipe, I was was like, oh no. And we wanted that moment on camera. So we didn't tell Stephen what we were doing. Mm -hmm. And I think he was going with the flow and he was like open to ideas. And he was like, he was like, oh yeah, like maybe it'll be a fun week. Like, who knows, you know? I think things are pretty more reasonable when Ethan is here. Yeah. But (laughs) the second we started pulling off the plumbing pipe, Steven's mood was like, I knew exactly what was going to happen at that point. I was like, they're going to make a go-kart that can drive on water. But remember, (laughs) this is when I lost faith in Steven's math. And this is when I went full steam ahead with our math. Because Steven was doing math. And it was just me and oh, Steven. Yeah, you and like, I was like kind of upset because something was happening or something. I don't know. And you, I was you were like, having just life. Problems. I was like having life cr- problems. And I was like having like a mental crisis about this machine because I was like upset about it. Like, why is this thing? Because I had let it park for a little while and it started bending into a banana. <laughs> and I was like, because really the four inch ABS was going to be the chassis yeah. of this thing. Everything's bolted to two pieces yeah, of four yeah. inch and ABS. The flex pipe. of the ABS was going to be the suspension. Yeah. yeah. And it was, and I did, I'm the only person who's driven it. It drives like a Cadillac, man. <laughs> it drives nice. You when got it, it to drive for yeah, about I, three minutes max. Yeah, I, I think we have to make a video and release it now. Absolutely not. But anyway. The uh, thing should never see the Steven light of day. came up with a mathematical equation telling me that if I did a really good job and welded up all these tubes. Yeah, that the subframe would float. The subframe would float. Yes, you told me this too. And, and we I said filmed no. it. And I'm putting it in the water. It's <laughs> So quickly, and that's well, why you didn't I, add the tubes that I told you you needed to. No, it, Stephen was like, if you just weld this frame into a square and it's very yeah. watertight, then technically it should have enough area yeah. volume. And so I was volume. so excited to oh, show you. I'm like, yeah. look, I have this square. Yeah, it's welded nice, and I put it in the water, and it was like, Bonk. join. <laughs> yeah, I was like, no, I do remember that actually. <laughs> yeah, okay. Then I went full steam. I get that you lost faith in Steven's math at that point. Yeah. But if you'd had one brain cell of logic, you would have realized his math was wrong in the wrong direction (laughs) for what you did. He was wrong about us. He said, this will float, and you and it didn't. And then you took something that he said, that won't float, (laughs) using the same math. And you were like, nah, it'll float. Oh, man. When your square of steel tube that Steven said it should float based on my math sank like a stone, you're like, yeah, well, this thing made out of plastic that's used the same math that you said isn't even close to floating, it's fine. Just send it. I was, even after the subframe sank, I was like, okay, all we need to do is add more Home Depot tubes until it floats. But then I didn't come for one day because I had to edit the video and when I arrived back <laughs> on Friday, 
you had mounted the motor underneath the watercraft. <laughs> underneath the watercraft. Couldn't even believe. Because I was like, this is the only a bad idea that's gotten worse. But it was so what bad. made you want to put the motor underneath the boat part? Because I'm pretty sure the day before I had to leave early because <laughs> I was taking care of something. And then I came back the next day and I was like, okay, I'm going to work late on this project. And I was like, man, I don't like this project anymore. And I was like, I want to get it to at least drive on the ground. So I just like you focused it. on it driving on the ground and didn't think about it Not floating. It being the watercraft. So I was like, okay. And this was probably like two a.m. or something. It was late, and I had the motor mount from the Grom, and I held it up by myself and like put a tack on it, and it kind of like leaned forward deeper than I wanted to, and I was like, it's in the spot that the universe made it. <laughs> And so <laughs> I just welded it line. strongly to that tube, put a chain on it, and that somehow also didn't work because... Yeah. Let's do it, man. Next time Ethan goes on vacation, we'll finish... No. We'll finish the no. watercraft. I can't. That watercraft... It's going to be December next time I leave, I so... Know. I've got a five mil wetsuit and a hood. Plus, it's going to float. I mean... I, I... Like, a lot of people that know me are concerned for my life and think that I do really sketchy stuff. Oh, and I have no. done a lot of sketchy stuff in my life. I'm pretty sure you guys want to die in the stupidest way known to man. Like, that seems like it's your life goal is to just die well, doing the dumbest thing you can think of. I have a good explanation for this. I mean, I get that those things are fun, but, mm -hmm. like, how do you get past the part where, like, yeah, we're going to build a watercraft that doesn't float and then drive it into the lake in December. How do, how do you get past the part of so thinking that maybe you might get hypothermia or frostbite? I don't want to continue with that situation, but I have been thinking. Yeah, because that Grom engine barely runs at all, let yeah, alone yeah. in the water. It will, it will not run. Like, I have been thinking of a way that we could float so much better and we could easily make it out of... Thanks, you could find at Okay. Home. You know I what I find? Hear this idea too, but first I would like to say where these swindly ideas <laughs> okay, come Okay, yes. From. So, when you think about your life and you think about what you want to do in the future of your life, maybe this is not the way you think, but I think of when are the best moments of my life and then you would want to do more of those. Yeah. But where my, I'm broken is my favorite parts of my life are always the closest I was to dying for the dumbest reason. Mm. Yeah. And so... I mean, there, there, there's something to be said for being close to death, and, and that's an experience. Like, I, I've ha like, I do have that experience, um, you know, free soloing, rock climbing, like, drifting Subarus on icy roads in the mountains, you know, like, that kind of stuff. I, I get that, and, like... But do you think back, like, those are peak? That's the highlight of my life? Or do you think... No, like, I mean, not the highlight, but, they're, you know, they're definitely, like, very... Like, I'm like, yeah, that was a really good time. Or, like, you know, like, like when we broke the Tacoma in the middle, or, like, as it was getting dark in Moab, yeah, and, like, you know, that was really fun. But, like, to me, it's not fun if... Like, it's not as much fun if it's intentionally stupid. And if you're 
Oh. Incredibly underprepared. That like, is what makes you know, when stuff just me. happens and it just goes wrong and like you have to figure it out, <laughs> I enjoy that. You're like, oh shoot, everything went wrong. Like I I was driving my Subaru on basically a four-wheel, four-wheeler trail in Canada. I ripped the radiator off trying to drive through a river and then got two flat tires like a hundred kilometers out on a dirt road and then had to like drive back and fill my radiator with swamp water and drive along the highway with a broken, with just on the rim for like... I don't know, another hundred kilometers. That was a really awesome time. But I would never, like that just happened because I got a little too excited about driving my Subaru and thought it was a Jeep. But you would never plan a trip. I would not intentionally do that. And and because I prefer to do a trip that's extreme, but you, the intention is to do it well. Ah. And things always happen. You don't need to plan stupidity. You don't need to plan Mm. failure because if you try your best for success, you have a pretty high chance of failure, especially if you're in like extreme, ridiculous machines. And then you enjoy that when it happens. Like King of the Hammers was miserable in a lot of ways, like we talked about earlier. I had a great time. That whole trip was awesome to me. Like there were parts I would do differently if I did it again, but that misery was very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. But if I did it again, I would plan it so there was less of that. Like ah. I like to, like it's... See, for yeah. me, it's like a different mindset. It's like, what is the most jank thing I could do today? Let's do that. Yeah, I see that. Because <laughs> like, there's a lot of days where it's like, okay, I'm responsible, you know, like I got to edit the videos and I got to mm-hmm. do this and I got to do that and edit the podcast and I got to film this ad or I got to approve the premium hoodie design right. and like reply to emails. I can be like that. But if I'm in my natural state, I would call it like just my Edwin zone. That is just pure chaos. Mm-hmm. And I'm so like, is Will. Like today. Yeah. That's why I we told, call you the Swindle Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. Like the other, this weekend I was doing wheelies in the rain and it was pouring like this so much. I just got my glasses, both sides of my glasses caked in rain, no lights on my bike, just wheeling through the roads of Sandpoint in the dark. And I was like, this is the most jank thing that I could be doing right now. And it's the best. I was mm-hmm. just in jeans and a hoodie soaking wet. So premium and then that night i was like i'm gonna do this every day rain or shine until i can wheelie across the long bridge there you go that i mean like that doesn't even sound like a terrible time like it sounds a little chilly but you know like yeah, wheelies like, in the rain that that, yeah, sounds, see, that like, sounds ideal it's just i would have a raincoat yeah exactly oh, but see that ruins the fun it doesn't though it, not oh, for 99 percent uh, of people <laughs> also see, what might ruin our fun is that memory card that's almost full Oh yeah. Oh, we wow. have been going for a very long time. Shrek, Over two hours. Yeah. Well, what yeah. were you going to say yeah. then? Because I stopped you so I could tell my mindset thing. But you said you know how to make a floating craft, so we'll just try to get that oh, out. Real I won't quick. explain it now, but just I think <laughs> I have a more simplistic design that definitely will float. I realized that like <clears throat> displacement of water is what we need. That is, yeah. So if you, you don't necessarily need. Well, I mean, yeah. That we is what you need, need but to make like a displacement tank. So such a good idea. You don't want to say it on the podcast no, or such like, a bad it idea. Take, it would be hard to explain it. I probably need to draw it. I've been having a lot of good ideas. I've been drawing my ideas. So I'll have like a list of them. Uh-huh. When I come to oh, nice. But yeah. The, the yeah. funniest thing to me about that watercraft is that the steering is like the best steering wheels ever built <laughs> for yeah, something that like. The, the, that's how it goes. The front of the car was designed first. Yeah, the Back steering the on that was... is like buttery smooth <laughs> and like the angle. It's like decent steering. I mean, you use some parts <laughs> from other stuff, but like it's pretty solid. And then 
I think it looks cool too. It looks like a chopper. <laughs> oh. It's the worst thing I ever did make. It looks pretty Even cool. Will says it, it no, looks Edwin, pretty no cool. one on earth will agree with like, you that it looks just cool. like jank machine. You do. Man. Like you it. do. That's true. Oh. It's like the more swindly and jank, the happier I am. So, yep. yeah. well, I guess we'll just leave it at that. There All you go. Right. We were going to do the Q&A that I posted, but I guess we'll have to do that yet another week from now. Mm-hmm. I guess so. Q&A coming up next week on the Set and Bent podcast. It's available wherever you download podcasts. We're coming out every Monday um, on all of those platforms and then Wednesdays on YouTube. So we'll keep doing that for a while. Peace. See ya.